That's fucking always. Welcome to another serving of the Final Scoop podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky, the supplement engineer. Joining me, as always, is my international band of brothers, Shane Smith, Stack.com, Lucas Rutkowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology, Robert the Basher Samborski, Apollo Nutrition. Welcome, my friends, my industry veterans, game changers, trendsetters, pioneers, trailblazers, and uh, shenanigans enthusiasts. How are you all doing this week? Every time when, every time when you said when you say that. I have a goosebumps. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you guys for joining me as always for the listeners tuning in on the live stream. We welcome you. If you're an old listener, welcome back to the fun. If you're a new person tuning in, uh, buckle up because it's going to get hot, wet, and wild as always on these uh, podcasts. Any comments, questions, queries, quips you guys have, feel free to post them up in the comments section, whether you're tuning in from YouTube or Twitch or you're catching this on the replay. We appreciate your support. Uh, anything you guys got to ask us about diet, training, supplementation, favorite sleep positions, whether lion's mane kills libido or not, post it up. We'll answer anything and everything during our, uh, uh, you know, usually, usually we're on for about two hours or so in these comments. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm ready to get uh, off to the races. Go, big wig. John, welcome, John. Happy Saturday to you, too. Shane, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, see, you're wearing the Apollo shirt, Shane. I almost put mine on, too. Because uh, Lucas, I don't know if Lucas has a black shirt on. I can't see what he's wearing. Unbound. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I, okay. We don't coordinate outfits all this, but that's just that's just too great. That's just that's just great I'm for so rocking, many reasons. I'm rocking cutler as well. <laughs> is that is that reddish or is it pink or is it? I mean, mauve. What fl- What color is that? What 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 mauve? Mauve. <laughs> <laughs> I've always called it mauve, but mauve, maybe it is mauve. I don't know. I would say it's salmon. Salmon. That's what yeah. that reminds me of something. One, one of my think. absolute favorite teachers that I had in high school. I had him for eighth grade, tenth grade, and eleventh grade English. Uh, he came in one day wearing what we all call us being stupid eighth graders and high, you know, and high school boys. He walks in in, in a, what we considered a pink shirt, and we said, "Ah, Mr. Rosa, you're in a pink shirt. What kind of, you know, stupid shit are you?" Us being high school boys, we said, "What kind of gay shit is that?" Um, just because you know you're immature as a thing. And he says, "Gentlemen, it is not pink; it's salmon." And that, you know, that led into a whole other, you know, line of uh, shenanigans with him and whatnot. So, yeah, man. Uh, Robbie, how did the launch of Assassin go? So that was one of the major releases this week, coming off the Fourth of July weekend. No, pretty much almost sold out. It was uh, it was intense. I mean, like twelve hour shifts, uh, it's nonstop. You know, the first couple of days, which was just direct to consumer, mm-hmm. and we've never, I mean, we've never had numbers like these. I mean, I can say that in two days, uh, the sales exceeded the last two months. It was, it was, it was insane. I mean, the feedback is phenomenal and that's like something that I'm really, really happy about. I mean, I expected it to be good, um, but it's just, I think that, uh, you know, it finally, I think this is, this feels like Assassin established itself, not as this, you know, crackhead um, pre-workout, this, this Mm -hmm. crazy shit. I think it established itself as a solid, solid, just very strong pre-workout. And I think that because, I mean, for the better word of it, it by by Apollon standard, it went mainstream. I mean, this is the first time that Assassin kicked Hooligan's ass 
by a mile and um really? that is that is something that has never i mean it destroyed sales of double impact destroyed not just exceeded absolutely destroyed mm -hmm. you know we had some solid solid you know pre-workouts launching this uh uh this, this year but assassin just did something i i knew that they it has like a cult following so to speak mm -hmm. but i didn't expect that this will happen and so like of course we're very very happy and you know been on the phone with manufacturer to try to get more as soon as possible because we feel like it's definitely going to sell out before we have anything in stock we even actually limit now the sales to the stores of not more than 24 i believe you know we just have to make sure that everybody gets at least something so we we had a, i mean we had orders as many as 500 per store so that's uh you know and we did increase the prices as well because it cost more it's a more stacked formula and with the prices of ingredients going up yeah. it's it's an expensive pre-workout for you know in terms of wholesale direct to consumer we actually kept the price exactly the same so it's still a high-end price mm -hmm. but uh you know it is what it is but we increased the price to to wholesale and not one complaint I mean, not one. Just uh, really? I think the the new look, the uh, the flavor is getting a lot of praise. I don't think it's that great, but I mean, in comparison to what it used to be, I mean, it's a huge step up. I mean, water. yeah. I mean, yeah. We we I didn't expect prices like on flavor as many as we're getting right now. So I mean, overall, it's a very successful launch, and this week for Upon was, uh, uh, you know, quite. Uh, interesting there were even things that that happened behind my back that i was not aware of <laughs> and uh so uh that was uh something that i don't know if i should say or robert because i'm like uh what the fuck would be nice to know about this but uh, yeah <laughs> but apparently lips are sealed. you know but apparently i'm the last one to find out so yeah overall it's a very very good week well, that's good. If, if something's going on, I, I consult with the real boss at Apollon, you know, the, the, the one that really wears the pants over there. So, yeah. Okay. And, and apparently, if, apparently, yeah, apparently, you know, the two, the, the, the two had a conversation that I wasn't aware of. And I was just like casually was, ah, yeah, by the way, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And this fucker is talking to me on, on, on social, uh, on social media. We, we, we texting each other, not a word, nothing. <laughs> that's what I, that's the way I work. I'm, I'm a smooth operator, just nice and doing my shenanigans in the background and just, you know, making it happen. Although I do have to say, all right, so wait, jam for a second. I, I need to show the listeners what, what Robbie sent me in the mail. Drugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I like how, uh, how Lucas goes like casually. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing new. Nothing new. By the way, uh, we're gonna end up the the live podcast. Uh, I need to uh, talk with you, so uh, just stay for a while. Yeah. So what's going on? Cause we are live now. Yeah. What the fuck? Where did he go? Yeah, he just fucking disappeared. He probably went to look for new sheets. This is this is not a. Uh... It's unprofessional, but what do you expect yeah. from him? Okay, so this week, my, my tub of assassin came nice in the mail, 
And with that, I got this lovely little love note from Robbie where he's expressing his deepest admirations for me and, you know, what kind of, whether he wants to be Big Spoon or Little Spoon when I come up for the Apollon seminar in, in October. And so inside this envelope is the note. And then he writes on there, can you read that? This is the way Robbie's way of addressing me. To the <laughs> fucking <laughs> <sighs> You're too much, Robbie. You're too much. Yeah. Anyway, I approve. I've done my first scoop of it. Today. Oh yeah. How, how did it go? I'm still flying. I feel yeah, fantastic. I, it doesn't hit you in the face. There's not. Too that's much, what I like. Yeah. There's not too much alpha yohimbine. So I've been running that ninja up pre workout as well. Uh, this past week, I've been using it on and off. And man, that thing has you sweating your ass off for like five, six hours after you take it. Um, whereas this, this has some alpha yohimbine and regular yohimbine in it, but you don't feel like you get a little bit of a warming sensation, but not that like I'm always sweating uh, all the time. Or you feel overheated. Both of them feel fantastic, but this one is more of like uh, the other one is almost more of like a cardio burn kind of feeling for a pre-workout. And you can definitely feel your heart rate getting accelerated where this is just you're locked and loaded and ready to go on it. I like it better than the previous iteration even more. You know so what? I, the I the thing that, is, is that the, the funny thing is that up until version six, we didn't mm -hmm. even have Alpha Yo. None of the assassin had Alpha Yo. I mean, right. it, it wasn't only the sixth one that had it, and you know, it was very, very, very strong. Like, uh, it, it felt to certain people even slightly uncomfortable. I think that this version, what it does is, is that uh, you still feel the Alpha Yo. Yeah. But it's not uncomfortable. But at the same time, the energy is the same as the previous uh, assassin. But the focus, I think, is way better, and you feel better. It's like more euphoric feeling. It almost feels like uh, like overtime to an extent, mm -hmm. but you know, in a pre-workout form. So just, I think that this one is a better version, and it does feel like version five, which was probably the most popular with DHMA. And no alpha yo, but this one has like a sprinkle of alpha yo. Like one point five milligram is not bad, yeah. but it's not it's not gonna like make you uncomfortable. So I think that's and it keeps you going like for hours. Yeah, the mood is great. It doesn't feel like six hundred milligrams of caffeine. Um, I mean, it's 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 awesome. Whenever Shane and Lucas get their tubs of it, uh, they will be very very uh, pleased with it. That's that's all I can say. And I've only run it once. I'm gonna run it some more this coming week. But uh, initial thing is all signs are go. What flavor do you got? Pop? Ninja's Carnage. So it's like ice pop. Yeah, it's like a bomb pop or anything. It's something. Did you sip it? I did, but I was in. I was very excited. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I sipped it in my normal manner, but not as slow as I do some other things because I was I had to you know get up and get going uh, yeah. to make sure I got everything done in time before we hopped on the podcast. Yeah, uh, I gave Sandy a sip. I think her taste buds are not as forgiving as mine in certain things. And so she's not a, I don't think she's a very fan of like bomb pop in general. Um, this is leaps and bounds better than the, uh, I think the Jaffa orange yeah. uh, assassin, but it, it kind of depends on what you're, do you like more of like orangey kind of flavors? Do you like the, the candy ish kind of flavors? Like something like bomb pop would be, so it really kind of depends, mm. but I liked, I mean, I filled a shaker full shaker cup all the way full of water. And I mean, it, it held flavor all the way through. So, um, how quick are for turnaround for the, uh, if y'all are putting in another order, Robbie? Yeah, I mean, typically it's a couple of weeks, but I was promised that we should have it before the end of July. So I don't expect that it's going to be that much of a problem. Maybe like a week or two, we're going to be out of stock, but we should be okay. 
Okay, well, that's good. I didn't know since, I mean, we, we've kind of touched on this several times over the past few weeks that the, the lead times for supplements are where usually where it was like four to six weeks. Now it's like eight, 10, 12. Some things are up to upwards of like 16 weeks. I was just talking yeah. with uh, another company earlier this week about that. Yeah, there, there are some companies that are doing 20 weeks. It's, it's really bad. And the price of uh, protein, especially isolate, casein, egg protein, they're just going up through the roof. Even egg protein is? Yeah. Okay, I had heard, I thought that uh, egg was kind of holding steady for a little bit. It wasn't going up at the rate uh, that whey was. No, 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 not the, same, not the same rate. I mean, whey is the one that is definitely dominating in terms of like uh, um, prices increased. Citrulline is very, very bad. Uh, regular generic creatine monohydrate is pretty much the same price as create pure mm -hmm. um, you know those things are a bit of a of a problem um, you know to get certain ingredients also the ones that are coming from China is a little bit more problematic as well gotcha Rob you've been have you ex been experimenting with cardia six yes okay. yes so can you uh, elaborate us or yes give the listeners that may not be familiar with cardia six what it is and then go into this experience. The Cardia 6 is uh, Matt's new product. I mean, I think that that's a step up slightly, I guess, from Vaso 6. And uh, I think there are other reasons behind the whole things. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, um, it's something innovative, but at the same time, I think it's like based uh, very much like on what Vaso 6 is. It just, like I said, and it's, I think that I can say it, it's an improvement. You know, it also comes in uh, same 600 milligram, 300 and 600 milligram uh, uh, dose, just mm -hmm. like Vaso 6. So uh, we've been working on something for pump for quite some time. Um, you know, this idea was floating and I was bouncing off Robert for, for a few months now. And we were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And finally, the formula has been nailed and everything's been done. And in a very, 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 at the very last minute, talk to Matt and, uh, you know, probably going to be among the first with Cardia 6. And uh, he sent me some samples to try. Um, you know, I used it in conjunction with other um, ingredients that are going to be part of the formula. So I used them separately and I used them together just to kind of like test drive how it feels. Um, Cardia 6, uh, to put it in perspective, it's very very close because i have aso6 capsules as well it's very mm -hmm. similar very very similar in terms of effects but i feel on on cardia 6 you get a little bit more vascularity maybe because i'm also a lot leaner right now so i can see it a lot more pronounced um but also the main difference is and this is what i like i i'm you know i mean we we talk about this all the time that i hate glycerol and on glycerol, you feel like you put synthol in your muscles. You feel just you you feel inflated. You yeah. feel you feel like a balloon. I don't like that feeling, that watery feeling. On Cardia Six, you get the pump for sure, but it's a lot more dense. It's a lot more. It's a harder pump. And mm -hmm. if you lean enough uh, and naturally vascular, it's gonna bring out vascularity that's just gonna absolutely fucking shock you. You know, two or three sets into the workout, I felt amazing. And when I stacked it with the other ingredients that are going to be part of the formula, uh, it was just insane. I also actually did it yesterday. I stacked it with Assassin. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, that was just... We're talking Assassin plus 
crazy pumps because obviously you have the four grams of citrulline and then combined with cardia six i mean it was just i mean definitely met did something great it's a good ingredient i mean i couldn't be happier about it and uh, you know i can't wait for to release the product and it's gonna be simple but shocking yeah i'm, I'm curious i want to pick matt's brain again about what specific differences are they doing between the standardizations of the the active fractions that are in uh, Vaso six versus Cardia six. That's what I'm I'm really curious about because it's like the the six most most um, endothelial uh, affecting you know uh, oligomeric compounds that are within green tea. Um, so I'm trying to see what what different set of fractions or if they found like one of them and then they tweaked one of them just a little bit and the other five are maybe the same or something. So I think he's supposed to be having some more information come out this Monday or Tuesday. He sent me, he sent me information, but I don't know if I can share it or not, but I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. definitely, I'm okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's okay if I will, you know, send it to you, yeah. but he sent me some information, you know, I'm just waiting for him to post it publicly. But right. I mean, like I said, um, regardless of anything, I, I tested the product now a few times. I actually have it, for the past month, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, he sent me quite a bit in capsule form of 300 milligram. So I've been taking 300, I've been taking 600, I was mixing it with uh, Baranacle. I mean, that is just sick when you mix it that together because it has obviously Vasa 6 and citrulline. Right. So I did it with different, different combinations. I even took it with overtime and that was very interesting, uh, you know, very interesting results. But like I said, the main thing for me is is that the pump is not that like, you know, I, I'm not big on pumps, to be honest with you, even on pump products. I'm not yeah. big on them because pumping is temporary. I mean, if you have a good meal and if you train hard, you will get the pump and it's a very mm -hmm. temporary effect. I'd rather go with energy and focus than pump. Pump is very insignificant for me when it comes to pump ingredients and pump products. Yeah. So, you know, I prefer that, but this one is different. This one is different. The only, to be honest with you, pump ingredients that I really liked was citrulline. I'm a fan obviously of ASO6, but this one is very interesting because you get hard pumps. So you don't feel like, you know, all of a sudden you have your arm is three inches bigger for like half an hour. You don't get that effect. You feel like there is a pump, but it's it's almost painful because it's very, very hard, dense pump. I mean, it's it's a different feeling. So I think that that's the main difference between this one and, you know, the other pump ingredients that are on the market. So, I mean, so far what I've tried, very good. At, at the risk of kicking the hornet's nest, how would you compare it to 3D pump or nitrates? Well, nitrates for me, I mean, obviously, you know, that's um, that goes without a doubt saying that, you know, I'm a fan, but I, I don't know who is not a fan. But with nitrates, and I think we touched upon it, the pump kicks in a lot later in a rounds. I mean, you will get that pump. So if you have citrulline and nitrates, for example, and you're getting the pump, we know that the pump comes from citrulline not from the nitrates. The nitrates kick later on, you know, and they yeah. they show the effect a little bit later in the workout. Sometimes it takes, what, like up to two hours to kick in? Yeah, yeah, 90 minutes to 120 minutes, yeah. So, yeah, so that's an uh, hour and a half. I mean, most people don't even work out for more than an hour, hour and a half. So I think that that's, uh, that, 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 that's a thin kind of ice where, you know, I'm a fan of nitrates, but at the same time, that delayed reaction can can be a little bit confusing 
and maybe kicks in when you actually don't even need it anymore, so to speak. Yeah. So, but like I said, to, to question nitrates, whether they're effective or not, is just stupid because they are effective, obviously. Uh, 3D is like a 3D uh, pump. I mean, it's exactly what we discussed. I will take, no offense to Bruce, but I will take Cardia 6 over 3D pump. I'm sorry. You know, that's just, you know, I think that uh, pairing them together would probably be great because mm -hmm. now you're getting citrulline, you get Cardia 6, so you have the whole mix. I would just double up probably on car, uh, on 3D because I would want a little bit more citrulline, but not necessarily. I think even three grams would do a, would do the job pretty well. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, in terms of uniqueness, I mean, what is 3D pump? We talked about this. It's just citrulline. So whether I pair it with citrulline or I pair it with uh, you know 3D pump, honestly, it's same shit. Gotcha. All right. Do you know Alexander Lucas? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Is he with a brand, or is he? Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he represents uh, Yummy Sports. Yummy Sports. Yeah. I mean, email, I when I was emailing the other day, he fucking brought up something on the podcast, and I was just like, "God damn it, you listen to that shit too?" <laughs> Dude, yeah, we're changing he, lives. We are changing yeah. lives here at the yeah, podcast. I mean, no, we're not changing <laughs> lives. We're filling. We're filling time. We're filling Bro, time. Bro, coming is... coming out with some butterflies product, so. Keep an eye on that. It's gonna be butterflying. Alexander, shoot me an email, the supplement engineer gmail.com. We can get you on the podcast, man. We can talk about uh yummy sports and some other things. Thank you for uh for checking in and to support the podcast. It was your first time uh or it's the first time YouTube's actually let your comment through if you've yeah, posted appreciate before. That, man. Yeah man. Appreciate the following. He's always he's always uh sharing and uh showing some love to us. So yeah, I appreciate it. Very much appreciate it. Sean, sub talk. Agree with Robbie. If you have the focus, the pump will come. Yeah, you, you, you get enough carbs in, you get enough sodium and uh, water. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, what the what the supplements, like you said, what, what the bodybuilders used to do, they would just take a tablespoon of pink Himalayan salt and here you have pumps. That's it. Yeah. <sighs> Brooke, what's going on, Brooke? Do we get a quick update for the saga on the overly expensive burlap sack sheets? So the sheets arrived on Wednesday. Uh, okay. We got yes. them. The packaging, I'm pretty sure, costs more than the sheets themselves because they did come you, in a... Did you, did you break them in? We have slept in them for two nights, that's, yes. That's not what I meant, but okay. <laughs> well, that's the extent they've been slept in two nights. <laughs> you, should, you should say reviewed them. <laughs> Um, let's see. So I think the packaging costs more than the actual sheets themselves. So you get this big ass box and I'll, actually it's right in the other room. I'll go grab it. Bro, the packaging. What is, what is this? What is this episode? Robert just leaves every fucking 10 minutes. This, is, so. a, this, this is terrible hosting. It's a fucking cutoff. He's not going to get paid this time. Someone else messaged me this week about my, my gold sink and they heard it on the podcast and I was like, fuck sakes, man. Everyone bloody listens to this shit. I gotta watch. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised too. Like, how many people like usually comment and you know they they don't comment here and they don't ask questions, but apparently they listen or they watch it. Yeah, later. like it's just yeah. That's a, that's the thing, right? They are not like sending questions or anything like that, but they are just listening. Okay, 
So I'm going to get Sandy to come in and give her opinion oh, on it. She does, she does, she's not wearing makeup, so she's going to probably stand on the other side. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah, I'm she, not, she's I'm not, not, she not, refuses not to get on camera. Well. I'm not wearing makeup either. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a lady? All right. So yeah, have you, have you seen you have baby this face. group? Have you seen these people? Yeah. <laughs> I these needs to worry about looking bad. So this is the box that it comes in. No one is watching this shit. Only then you get another box. God when you damn. spend more, Robert, when you spend more money on things, and then packaging you get yet gets, another up, gets package. up a level. Just so yeah, you bro. know, the packaging goes up. That's that's yeah. just how it is. The, you know, it's the overall experience. When we, when, we get, when we get Assassin Ultimate, it'll come in like a glass yeah. bottle <laughs> with a fucking, with, with a bow on the top. I can't see the shit. <laughs> can they oh. see me? Yeah, can we can. It's, it's transparent. Can they hear me? Can you hear her? Robert, did, did Ghost pay you for advertising or something? <laughs> okay. Well played. Let me just say that when I touched these with the hands for the very Wait, first time. Wait, is that time, the sheep on you? Yes. The yeah. sheep is on you. Right? Oh, that's kind of good, I guess. That makes okay. sense. Can you breathe all right? It felt like burlap, like really, really harsh. It wasn't soft at all. So then Robert's like, well, let's wash it. So we wash it. It still feels horrible to my hands, like itchy and like scratchy, like a burlap sack. And I was so angry. And he said, I have to sleep on it for a week before we return yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the yeah. problem is they kind of work. And that's where I have an issue is that they don't feel soft. But when you sleep in them, they really do keep it cool. They're just not soft and cuddly, but they're they're comfortable when you sleep. I don't know how to explain it. I'm gonna stay another week and then we'll see. Okay. Thank but you tried how many how many times you tried it? Twice. Two. two nights. Yeah, Thursday night and Friday night we've slept in them so far. So we haven't. And tried. she's taken two naps in them. <laughs> so the goal is to get sheets that 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 feel snugly, but uh, don't heat you up. Right. And the problem is maybe the trick is the fact that they're not soft because they're not soft at see, all. See. I have this problem because I always get warm when I go to sleep and my mm -hmm. wife says, take a blanket off. And I was like, no, I want to feel covered. Otherwise, I'm not in bed, am I? What the fuck yeah. am I doing? I'm just, I'm just lying on the couch. And she says, she always says to me, she's like, no, because then you're going to sweat. And I'm like, yes, but I would rather sweat and feel covered than cold, right? Yeah. No, I'm the so same way. I have to you're have trying to find You're trying to find a solution. I've yeah. never bothered to find a solution. I just sweat my balls off when I sleep. But yeah, yeah, you know it's... what? Robert sweats his balls. Robert and I are going to spend another couple nights in this. And we're going to, who was that that was talking about? Shane. Shane, <laughs> we're going to tell you if this is worth it. Because I got to tell you, they're not soft, but you can sleep in them and they are cool. It's weird. You see, here's my problem. I wouldn't spend that money to yeah. make myself feel cooler. <laughs> See, I wouldn't. Okay, either. well, I'm just saying. You never well, know. No, she, here's the other thing. So we get the sheets in. We open them up. She feels them on air on our Thursday live Q&A that we did. She immediately feels it. She says, Robert, I hate these. We're returning them. We go on Amazon that night. We go on Amazon that night without her even sleeping on them. We order a $40 pair of sheets off Amazon. They're arriving today, this afternoon. And oh, then no, that makes sense. Uh, it's forty dollars. It's a small investment yeah, it's not right. to find out whether or not you like it. Well, maybe we'll keep them. Sorry, we'll figure. Sorry, I didn't see you. That's fine. We'll figure it out, guys. We'll figure it out. Mm. I'm gonna go. The ghost at bedtime passed. Thank you, honey. Wait, how do I get up? You can you can take the sheet off now. You're off camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs>
I, I feel I know exactly what you're talking about. Because like I said, I have the problem where I need to have a couple layers on myself when I go to sleep. Even if I'm yeah. fucking hot, but I like to be covered. And my wife says, take mm -hmm. them off. You're going to make sweat all over. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I want to feel comfortable. I've never thought about maybe I need just sheets that breathe. Yeah, I think breathe. those are the uh, the Bolin Branch percale sheets. You're Although they, I would, other brands make would, percale too, so I don't know why I we would still spend three hundred dollars on them. I, I would not invest that much money to make myself. I'd rather just sweat because I don't give a shit. Right. But yeah. my wife's not asking for them, so that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it sends you like this other little thing. It says something along the lines sustainably sourced organically made cotton by people in pakistan or something like i don't give a shit if just oh, I'll, I'll take the sheets that are sewed by like the the little like kids in like myanmar or something just i'll, I'll, I'll just give me sheets that are comfortable that's, i don't care that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah all, all this time i was just thinking about one thing why dan from ghost has sandy's voice <laughs> oh my god stop <laughs> <laughs> When I said rewind it back to when I said I didn't want to kick the hornet's nest, never mind. You just put the your ghost logo. Right. The ghost logo is white anyway, so we know it's definitely not ghost. Yeah, yeah, that was maybe, great. Maybe, maybe they rebranding. There's off ghost. It's a ghost knockoff. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is the uh, the the early review. The early review on the uh, the sheets. So. No, I will not be chained, Sean. Yeah, will not be the chained. fuck? You like keep rolling out? What the hell? Hey, I'll be right back. Hold on. He's doing his so cardio. Start, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to burn off the no calories you got from your fucking salad and vegetables. Such a, <laughs> Such a dick. Such a dick. You know, I actually heard, I was listening to, um, that's probably one of the old forward podcasts. Mm -hmm. I loved the question. Would you rather have chocolate flavored shit or shit flavored chocolate? And I, I this question, <laughs> and I posed this question to my wife and I thought it was like, cause he always gets to listen to these random questions like that, like this or that, yeah. that one just stuck with me. And I was like, that's a very valid question because yeah. I don't know what I would, I, I, I uh, it's visual, right? right? No, it's <laughs> not. It's, it's really simple. If you eat actual shit, you are going to get violently ill. No, 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 but see, so, this is the thing. Obviously, this question takes all of that out of account. This is obviously not based on, like, okay, if you eat the chocolate, you're going to get fat, or you eat this, you're actually eating the excrements. I think they're just talking about the sense of the smell and the texture. They're not yes. doing that. Obviously, right. yeah, they, you could get sick, but that's not what the question is. The question yeah, is purely... I just found it interesting, like, they usually always think of, like, so they always come at it from some other angle, or they think outside the box and figure out, like, some way to circumvent the question. I'm surprised nobody brought up the idea that if you actually eat shit, you will get violently ill. Yeah, but that's just... not the question. The question is the, the texture of, of doo-doos. There can be a lot of different textures, though. We with talk a chocolate, like... obviously classic, <laughs> you know, classic log, or it, it, with, with a chocolate flavor, or a block of chocolate that actually smells and tastes like a fresh doo-doo. I was of the mind of chocolate-flavored shit. Like, I was like straight up, and my wife was like, mmm, I don't know about that. And I'm like, I've been close when I've taken a rough shit, right? I don't even need to be there when it's freshly laid. Like, you can smell. My wife makes me turn on the shower fan when I take shit and open the window. And it has to stay like that for 30 minutes. And she'd be like, and I was like, and you're telling me that you're going to have shit flavored chocolate. You're going to about to eat that. 
<laughs> I couldn't even get it close to my mouth. For me, it was easy. Chocolate flavored shit. Because, yeah. You can get chocolate similar, right? I think so. I, I'm, I'm not the only one. Fox that come up with these questions for Fuad. That's yeah, what I, I want to know. I don't know. I, it was, it was, I thought it was. I just thought it was intriguing. It is. But I was straight up of the the the, the chocolate flavored shit. Because texture, I can get around. Texture, I can stomach. Smell and taste—that's the problem. That's the, look like, like a fish didn't smell or taste like it did. Easy. Blanket band eating poo flavored looking objects. Yeah, what see, if you put poof. it into a smoothie? Can I blend it into a smoothie? See, she, she's saying chocolate flavored doodles. Good on her. I'm of them. I'm up the same mindset. I'm up there. It's my game. Okay, but what if it's what if it's more like you had Stop a rough trying to night, go around your stomach's it. It's one or the other. And it's it's like, one or the other. Stop. You got to answer. Chocolate flavored doodos, like a fresh log with a mild consistency and it tastes like chocolate, or a block of chocolate, you snap off a brick, it smells like shit. <laughs> Robbie gets to take the lead on this one. You know what? It's intriguing to me is that it's a, it's a bodybuilding podcast, right? You have a retired bodybuilder that achieved absolutely nothing as a bodybuilder. <laughs> you know? And then and and then you have Guy Sistrino, who is a good friend of mine, but cannot crack a top ten. And, and then you have a bunch of really people that achieve nothing as bodybuilders, to be honest. Well, except maybe Guy Sistrino, because he did win seven shows. So instead well, Nick of, Walker just won the New York Pro. I mean, that's yeah, but he, but but he, he was just a guest. He he was just a guest. No, he, he's on there regularly. He's, he's, he's on there every week for Burjat. Is well, he, he's, he's, he's down on a regular basis, more or less, for the reason that nobody likes him in real bodybuilding world. So he, he needs to be somewhere where he feels liked, you know. So, I mean, so let's see. So instead of talking about Nick's uh, debut, instead of talking of uh. Uh, supplements, instead of, they come, the only subject they were able to come up with is shit-covered chocolate or chocolate-covered There were others, shit. but I feel like you need to answer. Oh, no, it's definitely very, very intriguing. It's extremely intriguing. I mean, probably the most intriguing question they would have, you know, that definitely would get a lot of views. And I mean, we are talking about it. So, I mean, obviously. I, hey, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bothered by the podcast. I'm just asking. I'm curious. of Because obviously, I feel like Robert Robert's going for chocolate, fla- uh, uh, sorry, shit flavored chocolate. He, he's making it sound like he doesn't want to hold that lock. But I'm gonna throw that bitch in the blender. I'm not gonna eat. No, 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 no. This, this, why do you keep trying to go around it? The question, the, the facts are all there. You have a log. It tastes like chocolate. You have a block of chocolate. It tastes like shit. You pick. There's no blender. There's no after effects. There's no stomach issues. Eat one. This is this is what is it? What is that? What is that show? Uh, that that dear Fear Factor. That's it. There we go. This is Fear Factor. Pick one, or you get knocked out. Simple. It was when they said the question, it came straight to my mind. I was like, who the fuck is going to want to eat shit-flavored chocolate? And then half of them were kind of like, yeah, I'll do that. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't know. That's... I must be the only one who came with that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you've just got to... You've, you've got the black and white mindset, Shane. You've got it, you've got it easy. I'm... I'm... Do I really want to admit in life that I've eaten shit? 
I haven't eaten shit, but I can tell you that I've been pretty close just to smelling it. And I don't want to put that in my mouth. I don't know anyone who Neither would. Neither do I. <laughs> it's bad. Right, but what would you rather do? Have something that just you would you actual do you want actual fecal matter in your mouth, or do you just want something that maybe mimics the scent of it? It is but it's still real food. So you haven't eaten shit. You maybe have eaten something that smelled like shit, but you haven't eaten physical shit. Yeah, like I said, dude. I think the worst part about that is the smell, and 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 and, and it's got to be the taste. It's got to be fucking disgusting. But this tastes like chocolate. I mean, that's easy for me. Sorry. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time copping to the uh, eating eating excrement. You guys are fucking useless. God damn it! <laughs> this is how we get more views. We, we talk. We pose questions that we no do. one will answer, and this is going to encourage everyone to go home and think. I I asked my wife. I can't remember what she said. It shows we're changing lives here. That's what we're doing. Well, I think that as industry leader, I think you're going to take responsibility for the fact that people are going to come home and they're going to say, well, honey, I'm going to have chocolate covered shit because Shane's had so and chocolate flavored because Shane's had so and he said it while wearing a palm t-shirt, motherfucker. Hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) what, What energy drink is that, Shane? Green collar. Oh no, it's a. Oh, okay. of course. It was... What are we doing? Okay. Here? All right. Here's 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 all right. Bouncing off of the poop question. Where? Would you rather drink piss that tastes like an energy drink, or would you rather drink an energy drink that tastes like piss? I did. Well, that, it's called Zola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, you you walked right into that one. <laughs> I was like, well, one of those, I've already done the latter. (laughs) Many times I've had energy drinks that taste like piss. I don't think stomaching, I don't think piss is even in the same ballpark as shit. shit. (laughs) No one, it's very rare that like, oh, someone says your piss smells bad. I mean, it can. But how often does someone ever like not say that about shit? It's known for smelling bad. When so you say someone smells like shit, it's not because it's roses. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Shane took his happy pills or something this morning. Shane is definitely uh, on his A game today. It's the monster. Yeah, it's a rest day, so I was like caffeine in the morning. Why not? We we take a uh, we take a break from from shenanigans for a second to uh, answer a real a legitimate question. Thoughts on grass-fed whey protein? Happy Lucas, cows. you want to take the lead on it? Happy cows. Happy guts. Happy you. No, I have, to be honest. We got in distribution the, the regular whey protein and the grass-fed whey protein as well. Uh, both are doing well, but for the regular customer, honestly, he doesn't give a single about you know if it's from a grass-fed way or if it's just a normal way especially nowadays what matters to him is the is the price so uh that's 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 the key factor here in this aspect but you got this like one or two percent of people that 
put uh, a big emphasis into uh, this aspect and when and from where the, the whey protein is coming from. Uh, for me, it doesn't matter, to be honest. But yeah, I can appreciate when the brand is coming out with a grass-fed whey protein, of course. Uh, I have uh, like more emphasis when I'm buying my meats. Then that's where that's when I'm um, I'm trying, you know, to uh, to grab some uh, some grass fed uh, beef or something like this because it matters to me. But as far as like why, not, not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm of the of the same kind of area. I don't really don't know. I haven't really bought it. I know a lot of brands do use it, but yeah. I I think it's a uh, I feel like it's a market specific thing. Like I know like in Europe, a lot of the protein bars use like sweeteners and soy and collagen as protein sources in the, in America. A lot of them are more like, I want like whey as my only source of protein and milk in my protein bars. And grass fed seems to be much more common in the US than any other market. So I'm guessing it's a, it's an audience specific thing. Mm -hmm. And I, America's, hugely diverse country so I, you know, something with a tiny little difference would suit a very big crowd probably not in a lot of other countries i don't know yeah robin yeah i agree with shane i, I think that it, it's all market related you know um each market is different each country is different and uh, you know they approach things differently you know the way we talked about even ingredients such as uh hmb glucamine and arginine they're still huge in eastern europe while over here, it's quite a different approach. Well, although even here, some people believe that they they do work, you know. So I think it all, uh, but when you read, or when an average American, I think it's also a subconscious thing. Because let's face it, like, uh, I'm talking about America, of course. Uh, people eat so much shit here, you know, potato chips and this and that. I mean, all kind of crap. The obesity is through the roof. To what, sixty percent or something like that right now? I mean, it's pretty bad. So when somebody says, uh, reads grass-fed whey protein or grass-fed beef or grass-fed this or grass-fed that, it makes them feel better about themselves, and they're willing to pay that extra dollar or two, even the result, even if the results are the same. I'm not saying that grass-fed protein is bad, not at all. Uh, in terms of like whether it yields the same results or not, well, that's a whole other aspect you know, uh, the results on your body will, you know, 25% uh, 25 uh, grams of grass fed whey protein be the same as regular whey protein, more, more than likely, it's going to be the same shit, you know, but uh, it just makes you feel better about yourself. It's the same thing, like we all aware, at least us, we know that natural peanut butter is way better than low fat peanut butter, because what do they do? They extract the good fats from peanuts and they typically replace it with sugar so the sugar content is going to be higher the fat content is going to be lower obviously it's not good for you but people are going to be buying it because it's going to say low fat so it's a psychological thing it's it's all marketing and i think it's definitely like shane said it's very market related too yeah um this is i guess with the american consumer market like we we create a lot of first world problems and issues for ourselves when we need to figure out like just get people eating healthier to Robbie's point. 
like 60, 66% of the population is either overweight or obese. They have a hard enough time not just stopping at McDonald's incessantly and picking up shit food from the grocery store. We don't need to be bitching about oh, only going vegan, but at least you just get or going grass fed only or you know sustainably sourced this. Just focus on eating real food. And I guess more to the point of grass fed whey protein, the whole purpose, the majority of the purpose for eating grass fed uh, sources, grass fed beef and all this stuff is for the more favorable fatty acid content. So you're supposed to get maybe less omega-6s and more of the omega-3s. What happens with whey protein though? Specifically like whey protein isolate and whey protein concentrate. They're filtering out all of the fats anyway. So you're going to get one gram, two grams of fat at most in these grass-fed whey protein powders. And then at that point, it's overpriced because you're not getting any of the, the beneficial fats to any significant quantities anyway. Now, if you want to approach it from maybe the fact that you care about animal rights and all of this other stuff and you want to say, well, I want to make sure I'm getting stuff from happy cows. And, you know, that's that's fine. If you want to go for the like the morals and the ethics kind of thing and you only want to support people that are. But then again, grass fed doesn't mean it's been on grass its entire existence. You know, it could have been fed corn in, in the factory. And then the last 30 days before, it, you know, went and met its maker, they had it nibbling on some grass clippings before they went and, you know, slaughtered it or milked it or whatever they did for it. So. If you're in more in like the ethics camp of that and like you only want to buy stuff from cows that are treated, uh, you know, uh, with all rainbows and sunshine and all that stuff. OK, I can understand that. But from like a health point of view where you're trying to get more, more uh, better fats and more quali higher quality fats from it, it really doesn't make a whole hill of beans because you're having what one to two scoops of protein a day, if that. And most protein scoops have at most three grams of fat. So the grass-fed part of it, you, it's not really going to amount to. I've always thought it was the 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 ethics thing because no one's. I've not seen a protein brand, a uh, protein going around saying high or anything. They're all just saying grass. I think it's. I always thought it was an ethics thing. You know what? To that extent, it's kind of good though because if you're a consumer and for some reason you're not buying a protein powder because you can't get a grass-fed one. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. That's why these little things are good for consumers because obviously the bigger the variety, the broader the audience, and yeah. so on, so on. You know what? At the end of the day, we need to like convince people to eat more protein, and not just like you know. They they just like try to like put the emphasis into details, such as like, should I eat grass fed or or not grass fed? No. The, the real problem with America especially is that they like they're obese due to the fact that they don't eat protein. They only focus on carbs and fucking fats. And that's why the, the obese is crazy. You get protein from McDonald's. There's a good amount in there. Yeah, right. 10 <laughs> grams. It comes with 10 times that in carbs, but still. Bro. Uh... Bro, well, you know diet. what? The, the irony, I always, I, I always thought the irony is this, that you know, every time I go to Europe, you go to a supermarket or, or any store, you will hardly see any fat-free products or low-fat products. They eat cheese over there. They eat meat over there. They drink a glass of wine. Real and, food, man. It's real and, food. And they, they, but at the same time, like, for example, you know, I, I traveled to Holland quite a few times. In Holland, they, they're wearing a suit, but they're riding a bicycle to work. You know, so it's, it's pretty much like exercising as as is. But over here, I mean, we can go right now to any supermarket or a movie theater in the United States, let's say supermarket, and you will be seeing people sitting in a fucking car for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just to make sure that the parking is as close to the entrance as possible. So God forbid the motherfucker doesn't have to walk extra 10 feet 
they lazy. I mean, you know, and it's just that it, it, it's it's a uh, it's again it's a cultural thing. You know, it's it's different. Uh, you know, they and you walk into the store. You know, try to look at somebody's uh, uh, cart and and see what they buying. They're gonna be buying shit food, and right next to shit food, there's gonna be a bunch of fat free products. You yeah, know, things that are which, which, vegan which, or gluten free, yeah. or these other fake health foods that exactly, and and which is which is in most part actually even those low fat and fat free products are shit too. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And they think and they think that where when when they are buying like gluten free and so on and fat free, they are like super healthy. While the the regular version which they would buy is even sometimes less calories than than the fat free or the gluten free version. Yeah, blows my mind so bad. The thing, the thing I noticed in America is is, is is it's the options. I feel like it's it's also because you guys have such a huge population and so much kind of innovation and creativity. People are offered so many different choices, and all these products have to have different angles. So you yeah. get because like when we go and eat when we were living in Europe. You save money like fucking nothing. Not because we wanted to stay healthy, but because there are fuck all things to buy. Like you couldn't, you couldn't go to the peanut aisle and see seven different peanut butters. Yeah. Or one, if that. You couldn't go to like uh, the cereal aisle and see like just ridiculous amount of sugary cereals. You had there were there, there just weren't that big variety of options. Mm -hmm. And so when you go to Europe and even the like. And I, I don't imagine it's the same in every country, but a lot of them have uh, those sugary things are slightly more expensive too. Yeah. But then in the US, you still have the, the, the same kind of cheese, the meat, the milk, all the other stuff. But then those uh, specialty areas like cereal and spreads and breads and all that stuff. It's, I mean, I can't blame you guys. It's so delicious. You have so many different things. I, you know, I but mean, it, it also it's comes. So good. It comes also from upbringing and and you know from childhood. I remember when I came first to United States uh, years ago, and uh, I visited a friend who was, uh, you know, um, uh, he was also from Russia. They were athletic, both husband and wife. Um, and I visited them. They uh, they had a child. They had I think like maybe eight or nine year old, something like that. So I visited them and uh, we got together for, you know, I, I came to their house for breakfast. And for breakfast, it was very interesting to see that they had eggs and they had, you know, things like that. But the kid had a huge bowl of cereal with chocolate milk. Oh, so, fucking delicious. You know, so I'm looking at it and like it is. And at the same time, I'm looking at it and I'm like, uh, I asked them, I'm like, guys, you know, I mean, you're eating kind of healthy, you know, you know, you obviously watching what you're eating and that's the way you grew up and stuff like that. I'm just curious, like, why does your kid eat that crap? You know, because it's a kid, which you put it in front of him. That's what he's going to eat, especially from, from being a child, being small. That's, that's how you bring them up initially. And they said, well, all American kids eat like that. I said, but it makes no sense. So, I mean, obviously, I didn't get into, you know, a debate or anything like that, but I was just puzzled because I have a very good friend of mine who is also a business associate in Russia, and his son is, I believe, Jessica's age. He's like uh, 16. He was uh, 
multiple uh, Russian national kickboxing champion, judo champion, fucking wrestling champion. He fought MMA. He fought in Thailand at the age of 10, 12 in a ring, full contact Muay Thai. And the kid's been beating up everybody. And I've known him since he was, I think, nine or 10 years old, something like that. And I met them. Uh, that's how we were introduced. We, we met in Thailand, and that's how we headed off and became friends and, uh, you know, became business partners as well. But the point is, the kid will address you only, only as sir. He will not talk to you. He will not interrupt a conversation of, between the adults, which was shocking to me. The kid is in great shape, great shape. And then uh, in the morning, before he would go to school, 6 a.m., he has to wake up. At 6 a.m., he goes. He, he used to go for a run, for a couple of miles run, outside by himself. He would come home. He would have to do, uh, I think, 500 total push-ups and like 500 or 1,000 sit-ups. He had to do that. Then he showers. He goes to school. After school, he would go for practice, do his homework, go to bed. I mean, that discipline ate only clean. He had a fucking six-pack. It was just unbelievable you know, but again, we're talking about the fact that it was, that's the way he was raised. That's the way, you know, mm -hmm. it was, he was basically like programmed like a computer from early age. Then about two years ago, he had, they found that he has a heart condition, uh, which was genetic. So he had to stop sport. He had to retire at the age of 14 or 15 after basically winning everything. And today he cannot do full contact sport. He cannot do any of that. But he still does swimming, he still does running, he still hits the back, he still exercises. Everything is pretty much the same, except he doesn't spar and he doesn't fight. In, the, in terms of that, you know, his career is over. But, I mean, everything is from childhood. Everything is like, you know, from the beginning. And once that goes off the rail, I think that's it. You know, that's the way you grow up and that's the way you become as an adult. And then that's the way you raise your children. And then you have a nation of 60% obesity. Yeah. I actually think that was, that was what uh, me and Nikki wanted to get my daughter into swimming because we were both swimmers and from like 13 to 12 to 18, we would wake up at uh, 4.30, swim at 5.30. Finish at seven thirty. Go to school. Come home. Swim again for another two hours at uh, five, and then go to sleep. And we did that five days a week. Swam two session, uh, one session on Saturday morning, and we would race every month. And I loved that. Like swimming, probably excessive training, but and we would occasionally do like gym work in for an hour when we could uh, every second day or so, but. Even though, like, I feel like that was overkill and probably not the smartest thing to do, it it, it instills this uh, character schedule. It, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like look to train five hours a day, go to school, and still eat and sleep, and then somehow get better and still improve. It's like just it just keeps you scheduled, keeps you focused, keeps you driven, and it, and I like that about the sport. And I know gymnastics is very similar from what I hear. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And uh, as some some athletics, long distance stuff is similar, and I just like me and Nikki were the same, and we both loved that about the sport because it just, you know, just knowing you have to do this before and after school, or even later in life before and after work. Yeah. It just uh, even if you wanted to trim that down to one workout a day, 
then that would seem easy. But to a lot of people, that seems too hard. So when you kind of when you when you're raised on that base, it just makes makes it much easier when you're older. Yeah, and it's Brooke, Brooke's pretty much echoing our sentiments, saying, "I know it's not my place, but I'm always dumbfounded how people won't carve out time to work out." Yeah, they'll say they don't have time, but they'll watch two hours of Netflix in the afternoon. Yeah, it's or not sit that, on their phone and scroll through InstaFace for six hours or other shit. It's not that they don't have time. They tell themselves they don't have time. They make yeah, excuses. Exactly. It's not. It's not part of the like what Change just described. It wasn't a hobby. It wasn't something he had to do. It's something so that he just did. did it. You know, it was just, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's just like, okay, this is the same thing as going to the bathroom or having bad breakfast or, you know, or taking a shower. It's just part of the day, no matter what, it just has to happen. And that's it. And when it's like that, when it's scheduled, when it's lifestyle, when it's part of your life, then it's actually, the workouts are maybe brutal and maybe they tough, but in a sense, uh, not to sound um, weird, but I think it's actually easy. Why? Because it's just part of your day. It's just, it's something that you have to do. You yeah. have to, you don't want to, you have to, you know, it's just part of your lifestyle. And then it becomes routine. It becomes easy. You know, just like we, the way we commit to do a podcast or we have to do, to go to work or we have to go to the gym. I mean, and I don't even like to, to use the word have, we don't have to do shit. We do it because we do it. It's part of our life and that's it. You commit to it and it's your responsibility to do it. You know, you don't go to training because maybe you're sick. That can happen. But that's the same thing as you don't go to work because, you know, you're sick. Those are those are things that inevitable. Yeah. But other than that, it's your lifestyle. If you have a certain lifestyle, if you eat a certain way, you know, if, if, if you have a certain routine, then it's not that difficult. You know what? I mean, for me, I'll go and I'll work out, and during the workout, I'll bitch and complain how hard it is, but I'm still doing it. And if I skip it, I feel guilty. I feel like shit. And you know what? It's funny because I just, just I was just talking to Carolina before the podcast, and um, yesterday it was it was a very 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 busy day. I mean, the whole week was just insane. So in the morning, I rolled out of bed. It was I was exhausted. I did my uh, my fasted cardio. I did my typical routine, what I had to do throughout the day. I did train. I did everything that I had to do. But in my head, I did feel a little bit, I almost like felt sorry for myself for a split second. And I was like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. It was actually on Thursday, not yesterday. I felt like, oh my God. So yesterday after I did my cardio, I got in the car. It was early in the morning and I'm driving to the gym to a palm. And one of my neighbors is this Asian guy who is, I think, probably mid-60s. So we moved to the new house around November. Mm -hmm. Every morning, doesn't matter where it rains, it snows. And yesterday was pretty bad rain. The guy is running. Every fucking morning, he is running. He is in mid-60s, mid he's running. And you know what? When I saw him running... I, I always wave at him. He always waves at me. He waves at everybody. Very, very friendly guy. I don't know who he is. But uh, you know what? I felt ashamed of myself for even thinking that my life is hard and training is hard. And you know what? And you know how exhausted I am and how tired I am. Here is a guy who is probably old enough to be my dad. He's definitely around mid-60s. Every fucking morning, I saw him even when it was snowing. He was running. It's raining. It's pouring rain. I'm in a car and he's running. It's fucking hot outside as balls and he's running. 
you know, and I'm pretty sure, you know, he has probably a career or a business or something. He does something, but it's a routine. Every morning he does it, no complaints, no nothing. He just has, it's part of his lifestyle and he's in great shape. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the best things you can do for, for kids, especially growing up. I mean, it's much like you guys, when you're growing up, it's like we woke up at 545 every morning because my mom had to be to work for 630. My dad got into work at 632. So they would drop us off at my grandparents' house down the street. We'd go to school and this is like grammar school. After that, I'd have band practice from, I don't know, three to five. After that, went to Taekwondo from 6.30 to 7.30. And then after that was homework and then it was straight to bed. And then you get up and rinse and repeat. And high school was kind of the same thing, except like band practice, some band practices were in the morning and then you'd go straight from school to Taekwondo or anything like that. And it's just, you just, if you can set that stage, like you don't feel miserable when you're doing it. I guess you could, if you don't like what you're doing, but then why'd you get into it in the first place? But setting that kind of foundation, I think it sets you up for success in life for so many other things you learn time management you learn how to just get shit done even if you feel like you don't have time you become much more efficient you don't waste time uh the structure the routine the discipline um you know you don't need to create adversity to kind of overcome in your life it teaches you how to deal with you know you get punched in the face enough times by a couple of other black belts i mean that's that's about all the adversity you really need growing up i mean it's it's you know it's uh it's something find something either for yourself or for your kids to get them into it. And just, it doesn't matter, you know, tap dancing, ballet, gymnastics, swimming, something, get them into something. You know what? Whatever they're good at. Yeah, go watching. I see whatever you're good at. Or yeah, whatever you really enjoy doing. I I said to Nikki, I was like, well, she get into swimming. She said, well, she's not good at it. And then I'm like, then find something she is good at. And she's like, what if she doesn't like that? And I'm like, when you're good at something and you get like, I don't know, even if you're not trying, and you get like a fucking gold medal. It that that'll get you lit, man. Oh, like yeah. winning and then improving and then knowing that you're better than everyone else. Yeah. Whatever competition, that'll make you want to do it. Trust me. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's it's very rare that you know you're that good at something and you don't like it. Yeah. It, at the very least, you don't like the training and you like winning. And I mean, it's uh, that was one of the things I always said. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I would agree, Brooke. It is. It's very disheartening to see. And I, I don't think it's it's as prevalent probably in other countries, but here in the States, it's uh, just to see the amount of unhealthy people and then just the the excuses that are put forth or the whole like the big thing now is just acceptance. We're accepting everybody for who they are and what they are. And like the messaging is don't change yourself. Don't don't try to be different. Don't, you know, just embrace who you are and you're OK as you are. I'm thinking that's bullshit. I don't want to be told I'm fine just the way I am. Like I want to be pushed to become better. Even if I'm already awesome, I want to be more awesome. You know, yeah. I could, I can get stronger. I can be, I can learn more information. I can eat better. I can do all this other stuff. I can sleep better. Don't ever just tell me like, I'm not sure where this messaging came that mediocrity is okay, but it's total horseshit. Like that's what I loved about like the area. All of us grew up in like the, you know, eighties and nineties and the forties and fifties for Robbie. Just, you know, you, <laughs> it was bust your balls become better than you are, be better than what you, you came before you and you can get success. But now it's all, we, we love you as you are. Don't change. Just be the same. You know, I just, I think it's horseshit. You know, um, maybe a couple of years ago, I, uh, I came to train with my coach and my coach is, you know, old school Thai. So, you know, I came to train with him and I didn't feel good. It wasn't like, you know, I was faking it or anything. I really didn't feel good. I, I was a little sick. So I showed up and the first thing I said to him, I said, I don't feel good and you know, I'm sick. And he was very concerned. He was very concerned. 
you know, he goes to me, uh, I said, yeah, I'm coughing a little bit, I'm a little uncomfortable, maybe even have a bit of a fever. I said, I don't know, just feel very weak and drained. He goes, yeah, yeah, he says, did you bring water and stuff like, yeah. He goes, okay, you know, and we're training, and I noticed that he's beating the living crap out of me. Like, literally, you know, he didn't ease up by 1%. I feel like I'm about to fucking pass out, and this guy is just beating the living crap out of me. And all of a sudden, the last 15 or 20 minutes, which I don't know how I survived initially, but the last 15 or 20 minutes, he goes to me, well, now we're going to be sparring. I'm, like, looking at him, like, the fuck is wrong with this person? Like, I can't fucking move. He wants me to fight him. So, you know, we, we started sparring because I'm not the type of person to say no to my coach. We, we're sparring, and he's beating the living crap out of me because I have nothing in me. I can't even fucking throw a punch. All I do is I try my best to cover myself, but I'm eating punches and kicks left and right. Yep. And, and I feel like, uh, okay, I'm, that, I'm that's it. I'm about to go down. And I did. I actually did go down. I, I, you know, I went down. He gets on top of me. This is Muay Thai. This is not fucking MMA. He gets on top of me and he ground and pounds me. He fucking continues hitting me. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm trying to protect myself to the best of, of my abilities. I'm bigger than him, yeah. like tw twice bigger than him. I'm like, okay, like, fuck it. So, you know, I started fucking choking him and I, I started to wrestle him. Even though I don't know how to wrestle, I'm just bigger than him. I'm trying to overpower him. So we're wrestling and I'm like, I'm dying. Thank God the session is over. I'm like lying there. I actually have a picture somewhere. It's like, I'm fucking drained. You know, finally, when I kind of regain consciousness, I'm like, what the fuck was that? He goes to me, what? I'm like, I didn't feel good. You fucking destroyed me. He goes to me. Well, you should have stayed home. Yeah, I'm like, here or you're not. There's I was like, I, was, I, I said, I expected you to go a little easy on me. He goes, no. no, he no, says, no, 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 no. yeah, he, sa he says, no, you're here. We're training. We do regular training. You feel like shit. You're sick. Totally understand. You pick up the phone and you tell me I'm sick. I have a fever or whatever. I stayed home. He says, it's very admirable you showed up. He says, and it's very admirable you got your ass kicked and you survived through session. He says, if you're here, I don't care if you're sick or not. We're training just a normal day. I'm like, huh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my Taekwondo teacher is much the same. Yeah. Like, you don't, go to, you don't, go to, don't go to a buffet if you, you go to fucking eat. You get, yeah. You get that, you get that all-you-can-eat money. Exactly. MM, it's all propaganda. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the messaging these days it certainly, certainly is. Uh... The Olympics are on soon, are they not? Alexander. Is it like July? Late July? Yeah, July 23rd they start? Yeah. I think. I'm excited. Yeah. I'll make, make sure to do some. Yeah, man. Shoot me an email to supplementengineer at gmail.com and uh, we'll get something set up. Uh, while we're on the, the subject of martial arts, Robbie, are you going to watch oh, the, yeah. uh, the Cajun? I, Cajun I think everybody. McGregor? I Got think my money on it. Everybody's watching. I think nobody's gonna miss this. Y'all better support the Louisiana boy. That's all I'm gonna say. Poirier <laughs> is gonna crush McGregor. You know, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I gotta support the home hometown. No, 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 no. I mean, I, 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 to be honest with you, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both of them. I am. I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan of both of them. And um, may the, the best man win. But I think that people who are discrediting McGregor and thinking that this is gonna be a walk in the park. Um, 
you know, I'm not saying that Poyer is not going to win. I, I can see the preference of him winning, you know, probably the smart money is on him. But, uh, you know, McGregor is, uh, he's never lost a rematch. That's number one. Number two, people are forgetting he's an amazing fighter. Really, really amazing. And I think that, you know, maybe he took it a little bit lighter because he's so rich and maybe wasn't as motivated. But this guy didn't, doesn't need to fight. You know, he no. is so fucking loaded. He's clearly motivated to win. He's clearly motivated, you know, to fight. He, it's, it's an ego thing. So, in my opinion, you know what? I, I, as, may, as many people have asked me, who do you think is going to win? I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I got my money on Poirier. There you go, my man. I just like he's he's lost. Connor's lost his last, his last what two of his last three or some shit. Khabib, yeah. then it was uh, shit. What was his name? Cowboy, and then no cowboy. He beat the shit out of. No, no, no. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he he yeah. lost two of his last three. He got beaten by Khabib, beat uh, Cowboy, and then he lost to Poirier. Uh, Poirier, yeah. So I mean. For a guy that wasn't used to losing, he's lost a lot. And he hasn't fought a lot. And he does sound very confident, but I don't know, man. He was confident against Khabib, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still think, you know what, um, I, I just think that he's very, very dangerous. He hits extremely hard. I think, I think he became a little bit... Now. I think he's, he, he just got a little bit complacent. You know, Connor that is motivated a hundred percent is a very, very dangerous guy. I mean he, he beat some of the best of the best and made it look easy. I just think that so much money and distractions and businesses and whatnot definitely took away a little bit from the heart and from the passion and he was not as driven to win as Poyer and he was not as driven to, to win as you know as others that he lost to. And I think money will do that to you. But again, this is a man who came to fight when he doesn't have to fight. He has absolutely nothing to prove. He's a two-division champion, the first one in history. You know, he's a guy who put away the best of the best, and who is in his prime, and he doesn't need the money. He just doesn't need it. I think the only reason why he's back is to win. And I think he trained to win. Um, it's just that I think that while well, he trained for the past two months or three months, Seriously, because I know he put his heart and soul into it. Poyer, on the other hand, has been training consistently and seriously for the past couple of years and evolving, evolving, evolving and getting better and better and better. And I think as a, I, I, I honestly think that Poyer is going to try to take him down this time. And I think that's where he has an advantage because uh, I think that Connor is going to be ready for the leg kicks this time, for the calf <laughs> kicks. So I think he's going to be... I think he's going to be ready for them. And, uh, you know, he's going to try to time it or something like that. So I think that Poyer's going and Poyer's not going to want to really strike with him just as a stri pure striker, just that Connor hits very, very hard. He hits like a heavyweight. That left hand, he, it touches you, you're probably going to go down. So, but I mean, I, I would probably go, if I had to, I would go 60-40 Poyer just because, but... Uh, I would not be surprised if Connor wins. After Nick Diaz, uh, Nate Diaz beat him, I honestly thought that that was it. And then Connor came fucking guns blazing, and it was really fighting his heart out because Nate Diaz's cardio was a lot better. And I mean, Connor just dug really, really, really deep to stay all five rounds. And uh, striking somebody like Nate is not easy because he's so unorthodox. 
And Connor just put a performance that it was outstanding, which nobody expected he's going to win that fight. Everybody wrote him off. Do you think there's uh, the money, like someone who's fighting for a lot less, like Poirier, has got a lot more drive, a lot more to prove? Because you said Connor's got nothing to prove. Someone who does have something to prove is probably going to be a lot more driven than someone who doesn't have anything to prove. Even if he's out there just for like the fun and ego and like to fight, but someone who's like actually out there to prove something and also everything that Connor is, I just feel like he, I mean, that slightly reflected in Connor's results. Yeah, he'd be oh, a cowboy. You're, you're right. You, like you're 100% right. I think that what you said is. And, and I think you said it better than I did. I think he's fighting for ego right now. His ego has yeah. been bruised, and I think he's fighting for ego more than the belt, more than anything else. I think he wants, uh, you know, to redeem himself. It's killing him inside that he lost, and especially the way he lost. It was kind of... Because he was arguably winning the fight. The first round against Poirier, argument could be made. The round could have gone either way, but it could have easily gone to actually more significant strikes. McGregor won that first round more than likely. In the second round, he started off also pretty comfortably, but Poirier was just smarter and he took out his legs and then knocked him out. So I think that that was the game plan that Poirier had was just brilliant and Connor fell for it like a, like a beginner. I mean, he just got destroyed. And I think, and he was the first one, Poirier was the first one to knock him out. He's never been knocked out before. You know, I mean, TKO against Mayweather probably doesn't count, but he's never been like dropped like that. And I yeah. think that, again, like you said, the ego is fucking destroying him. And that's what he's motivated probably more than anything is just to prove himself. The one thing that I actually watched the press conference that was very interesting <laughs> during the press conference. That was con fucking ridiculous. I have not seen that. Yeah, there was something very, very cool. So I like the fact that McGregor went to his old ways, you know, insulting yeah. Poirier and all that. But Poirier said something <laughs> that I agreed with with 100%, 100%. He said something, not many people actually caught it because he was insulting Poirier nonstop. And he was, he was pretty much McGregor of the past, which is great and dangerous, so to speak. All of a sudden, Poirier goes like, you used to be a lot better at trash yeah. talking, and <laughs> that stuck with me. I was like, "Well, his his insults he's right. shit, and they weren't they because usually McGregor makes insults as in like I'm gonna whip your ass, like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. This time he was just like, like name calling. He wasn't really like you know, any he, he called his his wife his his husband because he was a sissy or whatever it was, <laughs> and it just seemed very like." Connor was trying to make fun of him, whereas before he was like that more was natural. Kind of, this kind of felt like he was just doing it because he's like, maybe if I do this, it'll work. Maybe if I do this, it'll be like. I, I I agree wholeheartedly. I I agree wholeheartedly because you know what? It seemed to me like it was he was really trying to get into his head, and I think Connor yeah, failed. Yeah. I think he failed. I just did. Uh, it seemed like Poirier was completely unfazed. Plus. How much can you get into the head of somebody who just knocked you the fuck out? Yeah, six months yeah. ago. You know, yeah. I don't think that, you know, it's it's not very easy to convince the other guy that, you know, I'm better than you. I'm going to kick your ass and stuff like that. He just knocked you out. I mean, he just knocked you out. His fucking confidence is through the roof. And to be honest with you, 
I think this is Poirier's fight to lose. And the only way he will lose this fight if if the confidence is a little bit too high, which can happen sometimes. But honestly, Poirier is such a fucking workhorse. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be tough to beat. Can Connor beat him? Hundred percent. Connor can knock him the fuck out. He's done it before. He can knock him out. But the smart money is definitely on Poirier. He is the favorite. Yeah, one. Yeah, easily. And I just that I really enjoyed the press conference, the trash talking until Poirier said what he said, and he goes like, "You used to be a lot better." And then I was like, "Fuck, he's right." You know. I also like the the guy that asked the question because all the questions are like. How badly are you going to destroy so and so on Sunday? I'm like, these questions are fucking ridiculous. Connor was obviously, and then that guy gets up and he's like, the guy in the pink suit, and he was like, hey, Connor, you got knocked out six months ago. Why should we expect any different? And then Connor just lost his shit and he's like, I'm going to come and knock you the fuck out. Yeah, no, but the guy made a legit point. He did. He made a legit point. It was the only kind of serious question. All of them were just gimmicky shit. And the funny thing is, is that that got under Connor's skin. It did. It did, it did piss him off. <laughs> you know, it's just a fan. What does it matter? Make a difference if you're so confident? Who gives a shit? Agreed. Five dollar donation from Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Donations towards the PPLM podcast. Pro- podcast for the prevention of lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> Agreed. Awesome, Brooke. Thank you always for uh, for chiming and supporting your generosity for the podcast. We truly, truly appreciate it. I think this sort of talk is what really needs to become mainstream. I would agree. You just need to, the the massive media outlets to stop uh, suppressing free thinking individuals that aren't toting the party line. I don't care if you're big or small if you aren't striving to have a better life than why you're existing. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure why people just kind of like to coast through life and just be blah. See, I have this issue. I, I had this discussion with uh, my wife, and she said she was kind of like it. The people who watch P- uh, gamers like game. It's a, it, it, it blows my mind. I'm like, you know you can be doing that, right? Like my, my niece and nephew, they sit there and they watch this guy play a video game. I'm like, you can play that, right? I mean, you might not be as good, but like when you play these things online, they don't pair you with the elites. They pair you with someone who's as shit as you. Right. Like, I was like, and they're like, nah, I like watching it. I was like, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah, you're living your entire life as a spectator. But they're not watching like... Um, maybe if it's like elite players, like I love watching elite bodybuilders, powerlifters, but these guys are just watching average motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. Just go and do it, man. You could right. probably be better. But my wife was the same. She said she loved watching people play. And I was like, I'm not that. I can't do that. I just want to yeah. go do it. Even if I'm shit, at least I'll try. You know, I just... Uh... But again, at least we're talking championship matches, then shit gets fun. Yeah, yeah. It's I, 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 I'm trying to figure out what hat where it is, where it like this the shift started, where people are more interested in kind of being a spectator or everything than actually engaging in it. Maybe with, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, I mean, that's that's a. I mean, that's, that's like when saying. the internet really started taking off and things yeah. started evolving at a much faster rate. Um, well, yeah, you know, I kind of understand it, but. Uh, did you did you watch interview? Well, I only saw part of it, but it was very interesting with Phil Heath and um, on Valuetainment. Was, uh, it, was it was it one of his old ones? No, 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 no. I think it was a couple of days ago. I think so because I, I just watched. Like I said, I watched pieces of it. It was very interesting, and uh, it was um, 
you know, something that they brought up, you know, you, you said about spectators. So, uh, Phil, he said that uh, the money for bodybuilders was a lot more when they had like paper publications, you know, like Flex and Muscle and Fitness and Muscle Mac and all that. They used to pay sponsorship. They used to do all that. So they would make more money. Right now, they're not making any money and stuff. So if you think about the spectators, when we used to, I remember like when I was really a fan of bodybuilding because I don't consider myself a, hard, a hardcore diehard fan of bodybuilding. I lost quite a bit of interest, I would say at least 50%. But when I was a diehard fan of bodybuilding, I remember like I couldn't wait for the magazine to come out, you know, and I would read it from pay, from first page to the last page. And it was look, the, look at the pictures, look at everything. And even though 50% of it was total lies and advertising, but it's still, it was very, very, you know, interesting. But the athletes, even though they talked about the same diet and the same training and, you know, obviously didn't talk about the drugs and what really makes them the way they, they are. But at the same time, you still admire that. You admire them. You admire the work addicts. You admire what goes into it. You looked up to them yeah. right now, but you couldn't talk to them. You couldn't talk to them. You couldn't, like, reach out to them. You They, they were... They were like uh, like enigma, you know. They they just you know they 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 existed somewhere in your universe, but they were like Hollywood celebrities that you you had absolutely no contact with them unless you go to the Olympia or something. Then you stand in line. Once you get to them, you get an autograph or a picture with them, and you hug them, kiss them, and you know they you love them because they they your idols. Today it's quite different. Today you go on social media, and as a spectator. You can interact with them. So what do we have now? We have 50% of those that interact with those so-called celebrities and people that we used to look up to. Now they insult them. Now they call them names. Now they disrespect them. Now they treat them like shit. Why? Because they're not going to get punched in the face. Because nothing's going to happen. The most you can get is maybe like a ban from social media for a week or something like that at the most. But probably not for calling somebody a dick. I mean, somebody, you know, sometimes I will see a picture of a certain bodybuilder who looks, you know, he's a pro bodybuilder, a top 10 at the Olympia, and some guy will, will, will make a comment, well, you look like that because you use drugs, and you're nothing without drugs, and he will keep insulting him, or he will say something, yeah, your biceps suck, and then you click on a profile of the person that made that comment, and the guy looks like he's never been to the gym in his life, yeah. And, you know, insulting them, you have absolutely no respect for them. So those spectators, you know, they feel like they part of it. They feel like they part of that culture. They feel like, oh, I can say anything. I'm cool because Phil Heath responded to me or, you know, when Nick Walker responded to me. So I'm automatically one of the guys. And I think that that shifted, you know, on one hand, social media enabled us in a lot in terms of business, in terms of opportunities, exposure, etc. But at the same time, I think it's damaging the culture tremendously because, you know, people go and say and do things that are absolutely unspeakable and totally disrespectful and nasty. Well, yeah, there's no accountability because half of these chicken shits that go and shit talk people on social media or leave anonymous comments and in, in YouTube sections on videos and stuff, if you had to go up to that person face to face, ninety nine point nine percent of these chicken fucks wouldn't say anything. They would be stone faced, no. or they'd be quivering and shitting in their pants. Um, and it's not chocolate flavored shit either, Shane. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it just they just the the 
I, that's one definitely one of the the negatives is that it, it removes the personal element. It gives in, it's given everyone this platform. They can shoot their mouths off, and there's no consequence for their actions outside of yeah. You might get a slap on the wrist, and your your band or your accounts act deactivated for a week or two, whatever. But none of these people like if if Phil posts a uh, a picture online, there's a whole bunch of negative things either about his stomach or whatever what he has or hasn't done for the sport of bodybuilding. I guarantee you, not a one of those fucks would go up to him and say any of that stuff if they were face to face with him or any other person. Like the guy sister Nino stuff, nobody would ever go up to guy and. Basically, say anything. The only person I, that you would, Robbie, because you're kind of one of those guys that <laughs> is real online as you are in person. So, but those those kind of people are very few, far and in between. You, you funny, know, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, funny thing is that you know uh, people are like saying you know stuff on on the internet, but when they got approached, and you know when. Uh, they got their their attention. They were like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't mean that. I was just like trying to like uh, to get your attention and try to get to 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 be polite." But and at the end, they're like saying, "Oh yeah, my bad. I was just like I was just like bullshitting you. Uh, thanks for your thanks for messaging me back or something like that." So Tony's. yeah. So at the end of the day, in like 99 percent, I just said. Those guys are just like just want to mess with you and, and just get, grab your attention. But when they do, it's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry about that and everything I said. So yeah, it just you know what I mean. Even like what Robert said about me, it's not that it's not. Yeah, I mean, what I say to you in person or what I say to you, you know, like through a podcast or whatever. I just don't see a reason to be a different person. And, uh, you know, I was brought up a certain way where or maybe with a certain mentality or I come from a certain background where it's all about respect. If you're respectful to me and you're nice, I'll be nicer to you. Actually, I'm going to go out of my way to reciprocate in exactly the same way. But, yeah, they talk shit on social media or they will insult you or they will say something. But then when they see you in person, it's different, you know, they like, some of them will plain and simple run away from you. And I've seen it, they, they're running away. I mean, like, well, I'm not going to beat you up or anything. It's, it's, it's not about that. But I mean, if you are so brave and you can say things behind somebody's back or through social media, as Robert said, as a spectator, then why can't you like walk up to somebody and say like, listen, you're a piece of shit. I can't stand you. You suck. And that's okay too. But at least I think it's going to be you 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 learn respect, you know. And when I when I say certain things, it's not because I want to insult somebody. I'm just telling the truth. You know, you ask me a question, I will answer truthfully. You know, when somebody, because you know, lately people decided that they they want to send me a bunch of messages about uh, price plow and whatnot, and they they ask me questions about it, I will answer truthfully without insulting. You know, uh, and I was asked. Uh, Oh, would you like to get? How funny would it be if Apollon wins um, uh, brand of the year from Price Plow? Well, number one, we're never gonna win. We're not even gonna be in contention because that's not even possible. Because in that universe, we don't exist. Am I talking no, shit? I yeah, yeah. Am I talking I'm shit? I, yeah, I'm. I'm not talking shit. I'm honest. I mean, they're the only brand of the year that does make sense and is an honor is stacked. 
that's that's it others you know they don't exist you know ryan posted actually something a couple of days ago and like i said ryan and i have a good relationship i i believe so but i'll be transparent just like he is he said that uh he gets paid by the brands which i respect that he said that mm -hmm. but he said he's getting paid for content and he's getting paid for you know to promote a flavor or whatever but if he doesn't like something he's not going to promote well i think as long as soon as the money involvement to promote a product or a brand exists and you award somebody a brand of the year i'm sorry but the credibility in my opinion is out the window i mean that's just because you know what let's be honest when somebody wins brand of the year from fitness informant or somebody wins a brand of the year from uh price plow what do we say behind the scenes i mean we all guilty of it let's admit it we all say that that's been purchased it hasn't been won it's been purchased so would i want to have even if i legitimately got a brand of the year of course i'm talking shit right now but if i want a brand of the year from price plow or fitness informant in my opinion that would discredit my brand I think it would discredit my brand and it would discredit me. Because we can also the, say that for the, the bodybuilding.com awards too, because it's a pay to play. Oh, 100%, so the, 100%. the only brands that are in contention, the ones that are the biggest spenders. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and they don't hide that fact, you know, they, they pretty much don't hide that fact. And I think that that's, that's the problem. Like if we are transparent and we are honest, then let's be honest, but that doesn't mean, Oh, look, this guy is a badass because he doesn't, you know, he's confrontational and he says things that are on his mind. No, he's just honest. He's honest and he calls it like it is. That's simple as that. Rather be that than somebody who's going to say on social media, Robert, the supplement engineer, you're a piece of shit and I hate your glasses and your sheets are disgusting. And then when he sees you in person. They're not disgusting yet. They might be in a couple of days, you know. Yeah. That, and, and that oh, would, oh there you go. <laughs> then he sees you in person and he goes like, Robert, it's a misunderstanding. I actually love you. Come on. Yeah. can't say anything nice just don't say anything brooke this is why this podcast is so refreshing unfettered information with no facade i love the the, the vocabulary you're dropping in here brooke yeah i also noticed that today uh, man this is good this is a i need to check my vocabulary <laughs> we need that polish <laughs> english dictionary for Lu for lucas yeah <laughs> uh any i wrote it down so don't worry there we go Oh, new stuff coming down the pipeline. Did you try that nootropic by Ninja yet? No, the nootropic from Ninja is sitting over there on the uh, the bookcase. I have not tried that yet. I haven't just because the past couple of days I've had I've used a pre workout that had Hooperzine in it, and I, that's already got that's got two hundred micrograms of Hooperzine already in it. So I don't want want to really double up on that. It needs to be probably an off day from training, uh, and I typically don't take any nootropics or anything like that on Sundays. That's an off day, and I'll have some coffee in the morning with breakfast when we got to eat breakfast after uh after church and whatnot but that's that's about it i don't do any other supplements on sundays so uh do we robbie when the uh the the thing that you were referencing cardia six i don't really want to say too much about it but what's what's the eta on that because we can at um, least say that we don't have to say the name of the product or what it, what category it is or anything like that uh it's a product that robert helped formulate it's a product that robert did a write-up on it's a product that is going to be pretty cool and it's probably going to come out in september okay all right september is, is is for that one um there's some other things in the work 
I, can, I guess I can say it's with Condemned Labs. That stuff's in the works. It's not, I don't have an ETA yet because we're finalizing formulas on a few things. Um, but I can't, I can't give you much more than that. We're waiting on some quotes. And the book, the new tropic I sent you is, uh, we are getting costs. We're finalizing costs on that. Last I spoke to Micah Condemned Labs. So they've that been is doing the, uh, some good things. Say that again, Lucas? They've been doing some good things nowadays. Yeah. And there's some other uh, some other smaller projects that's going on with them that'll be uh, released. I'm not sure how they want to handle it as far as that, but when it does, you know, I'll make sure Shane is the last to know so I can get shit for it. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right. I like words. I like words too. Sesquipedalian is a good word. If you like that, that's a good word. Some of those 25 cent words, as my uh, high school English teacher used to say. Uh, Shane, you posted recently about the cookie-filled bar coming out from Authentic Bar Jack Factory. Is Have you yeah. tried it yet? Well, I've tried uh, half the flavors, the original flavors. Yeah. I I ordered the other half, but I ordered before this one became available. Okay. That bar is fucking good, man. Their bars are good. We, we tried all five or six so, of them, or how many flavors are. So damn smooth. And then, like, the little extra flavory pieces just... Like it's yeah. the, uh, I've had a lot of the outright bar, like spinoffs or like similar outright bars, but that's probably the one of the two or three that I would say take the outright bar that little bit further. It's Do you like them more than the outright bar? Because the outright bar, you oh, can yeah. definitely taste the oats that are in there. Whereas with the the authentic that. bar, you can't. You don't really taste them as much. I want to taste that chocolate. I want to taste them like that gooey caramel, man. Yeah. That's, but then it's the, the the authentic bar is a bit it's a bit off what the RI bar the RI bar is intended yeah. to be that healthy whole food type thing. Correct. Whereas, yeah. But I think I've always been a fan of the candy bar style shit, so yeah. the authentic bar I guess takes it in that direction. You've had a few that have tried, but this is probably the only one that I've had that really in my mind kinda just if you don't mind a little bit of extra chocolate, then shit. Authentic yeah. bar is this is the step up. It's pretty damn good. Agreed. Yeah, Sandy likes those. We we taste tested them with the halfling too. She devoured a couple of those uh, over the course of the week and whatnot. So yeah, they uh, oh, they get the. I mean, I can only do like one a day when my carbs are out. So. <laughs> well, yeah, figured for you. It's yeah. a fucking problem. Shane, Robert. I, I I heard very uh, conflicting reports about one that I was very curious about. Did you try gems? Um, but... uh, I saw someone. Someone messaged me and said. Because they were excited, they were like me. They said that the consistency is really good, like it's kind of smooth, like a whipped bar. But the they were saying there's not much taste or sweetness to it. Can I? To be, to be yeah. Honest, it's, go, uh, go ahead, go ahead, It yeah. sounded like I, I sounded saw like from the, that it's amazing, and then I I saw some that said that it's shit. So I was just no, curious. I know whipped protein bars are usually pretty damn good on consistency, but they just have trouble communicating the flavor. Optimum's protein bar was like that, smooth as a fucking marshmallow, but just didn't have a lot of flavor. And someone was basically describing me the the, the gym bar. They were kind of saying much the same thing, but I have it here on Tuesday. Oh, okay. And it's only one flavor, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I can share some thoughts with you guys because I already tried it. Oh, okay. tried, tried what? Uh, the gym bar. Yeah, go ahead. 
so the consistency of the bar is is pretty awesome it's like a pillow but you know what the main issue with it is that a pillow it's it lacks it lacks a lot and I, th I i don't think it's gonna it's gonna do well as far as like sales because once i un unwrap the you know the wrapper it just it's it like dissipates it it doesn't stick together it's like it it's it's not a block of protein it's it's basically like uh just like a crumbs it, it doesn't stay it, it doesn't stays in like a block of protein you you can't pick it up you you got just like a, a pieces pieces of a, of a, of a bar so would you say that it uh, if it's like very hot it's going to melt it melts it melts man it, yeah. it melts it melts just it's it doesn't stick together, so that will be a huge problem for the brand and for for the bar. What about the taste? The, the first ingredient for the in the protein blend is micellar casein. That's a rarity with protein bars. And oh yeah, the, the protein that's on the thing, is That's good. the thing that, that, that rescues the the bar. The the you know the once macros. you bite into it, it it has this pleasant pleasantly a good taste. You know, it's it's oh. flavorful. And the, the macros are fucking awesome. Yeah, but the yeah, macros are like, super low carb and the high macros fat. are like keto, keto friendly. I would say. Yeah, what about taste? You, you know what? I like the I like the taste in, in general. It, it has this peanut butter vibe, but you know it's it's completely different experience that I ever tried. It, you can't compare it to like uh, Jack Factory or of outright bars or none of the none of them. And you don't have this like honey or anything like that effect, and you also can't like get this peanut butter overwhelming effect as well. So oh, it's in, oh. in general, in general, it's it's very it's very nice. But like I said, the main issue for the bar will be <laughs> the melting aspect. Well, be because the thing is, is actually I was contemplating, like I was actually on a website and I was about to order, but then I figured out, like you know, in the, during the day there is uh, I'm not home, and Marina is not home, so nobody's there. So usually when FedEx or UPS or whatever the fuck delivers, they just drop it outside, so it can be there for hours, and it's extremely hot and humid. So I was like, I thought like probably when, when I'm rapid, it's gonna be fucking d disgusting. Bro, they're not gonna survive at all. Yeah, that's the reason it's, why I didn't order. It's just, it's just, it's just pointless to to order them, especially in that in that kind of weather. So mm. just don't bother. What I would do, what I would do, is to jump on the barbells wagon. I'm right now like munching, because uh, I've got like two boxes of barbells, uh, the the vegan one, and honestly, man, mm. these are what? so damn good. I mean, the vegan one's not bad, but it's that it's it's a it's a far cry from the original. Bro, it's probably one of my favorites right now. Yeah, I've got the salty peanut and the hazelnut nugget. Yeah, yeah, these are very good. Bro, no, 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 don't, so don't get good. confused. Those are good. Those are good. The original, the original oh, are the best. The original the plant based ones aren't bad, but it, it's it's kind of like saying that a vegan protein is like as good as a whey protein. Yeah, of course. There's a huge difference, like not a huge, but there's a big difference between the two. Like, you definitely get that earthy, plant based taste there. Yeah. I'm not. I, I mean, just, I don't mind it, but it's... I just got 
I just got them because there was like a, a big sale. So that's why that's why I picked up a yeah, box. See the, see, the, see, the macros on like the, the bear belts, even the regular one. I mean, the carbs don't compare to the, uh, the gym bar. That gym bar, like the macros, like, I mean. Yeah, it's almost like a keto bar. If the yeah, but keto bars are still like they don't go high protein. Keto right. bars are usually the fat might be twenty, but the protein is usually like five or ten. Yeah, this is this is more than one to one. This is twenty twenty, and the carbs yeah. are low. That's not. I mean, if if the consistency is good and the taste is is bearable or like good, and the only problem is it breaks up, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm gonna buy more because. It's not often that I come across a snack that has that low carb. You just don't get it. Yeah, but bro, it's just like it's not a bar. It's just like a uh, pieces of of a uh, of a candy candy bar. So that's yeah, like M Ms. <laughs> What's the point? Because you don't want to have the carbs. I can understand that. Yeah, but you can you can take instead different snack or something like that that also has a a good amount of protein. Yeah, I mean there are obviously some 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 good snacks that are low carb, but for example, got, got seven sausage. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'm curious as to what the fuck that actually is. Is it actually a canister of sausages? I really don't know what that is. I, yeah. I, I understand how on the package it says protein sausages, and somehow they've made a sausage that's like almost no fat. No yeah. carbs and super yeah. high protein, but it comes in a regular can. So I'm that like, are you, just, are you just buying a tub of protein and, and it has six sausages? I think it's I mean, going to be they, like uh, uh, dried, dried meats, those kinds of things. Yeah, but they're making it look like it's just a straight sausage. Yeah, it, it, you have to cook it. I don't think so. I think it's no, going to say they say throw it on the pan or the grill. Hmm. That's what yeah. it says on the package. Yeah, but there's gonna be some dried ass sausages. You remember? You remember the performance deals? Yeah, but that was sealed. This is a can. I think it's it's also gonna be like in a can, but but the, uh, every sausage is gonna be individual individual sealed. I think I I I only think that that's gonna be the the main concept of that. But they don't have like a fuckload of preservatives or anything. There's nope. very few ingredients in it. It's no. just like pork. Usually, if you would put it in a can, like the performance meals, they have a special shelf stable packaging. Yeah, so that it can go on the year on on shelf for a year without being chilled. This is a sausage. <laughs> this is this is a big sticker, and they that's say what, you can cook it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that you can cook it, or you can just like enjoy it just like uh, dried meat, just like just a jerky. Out. Just, yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's just a big sausage. It looks kind of. I'm curious. I I want to buy it just to see. Let me pull a like, picture of it. It's the. I will tell seven. you as soon as they will arrive to the warehouse. Just get someone to open it and just tell me what is in it. Yeah, man. I don't know if I I don't know if I can import it because it is pork. So you're importing meat products. Meat. That's not yeah. easy. That's not easy to ship across country. Yeah. What? I, know I don't know. Even, I, I don't even know what's the expiration date or anything like that. It's so. probably like next week. <laughs> Shane, where where can I find the thing so I can show people a picture of it? Just type in "got seven uh, 
just got seven nutrition. You can do it on there. And then sausage. All right, so GOT seven. Yeah. Sausage. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Let me, uh... Sausage party. I, wanted to I wonder if they pulled it from the sausage tree that we were talking about last week. Yeah, man. I was like, is this going to be like some makeshift sausage? And it's actually made with pork. There's I wonder no if using tenderloin or loin because most cuts of pork are pretty fatty. As a matter of fact, they don't. This is what I don't understand. It just says pork and, and, and what's the other ingredient? Milk. Fuck it. Protein. Yeah, milk. Yeah, bratwurst. You mean and bockwurst? Uh, so it's bratwurst and, and bockwurst. Those are like uh, you know what a bratwurst is. Yeah, I know what a bratwurst is. I've never seen a bockwurst. Yeah, that's that. That's the the bratwurst. That's that in German, and then bockwurst is apparently like a similar, but like with different herbs and different spices. Kites. Yeah, different yeah. herbs and different spices. Yeah. Okay. But eight grams of protein. Yeah, there it is. It's made with pork and yogurt. Yeah. I was like, the fuck. That's how it's going to, they're going to retain the moisture in it without upping the fat count. That all right? That makes sense then. Yeah, but it's 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 a gram of fat. Yeah, so they're using probably like a, a non-fat oh, half yogurt a, or something. Half a gram of fat in a fifty-gram sausage, and the primary ingredient is pork. Yeah, I mean, if pork is pretty lean, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, if they're using pork loin or pork tenderloin, oh, that'll be on. that'll be lean. Yeah, pork That's, loin is very lean. Yeah. yeah, but is it, if you got 50 grams of it, would it, would only half a gram of it be fat? No. If you'd go with tenderloin? Yeah, if you look at a pork tenderloin, yeah. I mean, the, the, there is basically no fat yeah. on it. I mean, if, if, it, if the label is actually accurate, that means they're using very high-quality pork. German pork. Yeah, I mean, pork loin definitely would make sense. That's probably the only thing, because other than that, pigs are fat. So the pork oh, loin... Yeah, so pork yeah. tenderloin's got... Yeah. It's um, 1.7 grams of fat and 50 grams. So their yogurt is probably offsetting it by like a gram. Yeah. But then that doesn't make, that doesn't necessarily make sense because it's more pork than there is yogurt in this. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they would put probably very, very little yogurt just to, to keep the moisture, uh, the moisture like, like, uh, like Robert said. Yeah. What's well, going to be pretty damn good. Yeah, and there is no, there is such thing as non-fat yogurt. So that actually, I mean, like I said, the pork probably, if it's true to the label, the pork is of a very high quality, and it's pork. Yeah, because because yeah. that's three grams. Is that and a reputable is, company? This is USDA. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I mean, then then it's probably very good. Yeah. Interesting. It, yeah, it, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to buy it because again, I feel like it might get taken at customs. Even on the sodium content, it's not very high, which surprises me. Yeah, 300 milligrams carbohydrates, Carbs. calories. That's, that's basically nothing. 40, 40 calories, man. The fuck? Shane's counting that. Like beef jerky. Yeah, man. I could, eat a whole, I, could, I could eat the whole pack. You could. And it only costs Eight, you seven six. bucks. And six save on your macros. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I, I know there's that my plenty group, of I know there's that, plenty of uh, amazing uh, snacks out there. I don't I don't know if you get it in the U.S. though, because I know that you guys have rules against meats being bought in from another country. Probably. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so and this is, but this is again, it, it is made with pork. I thought it was going to be like a sausage shape made with like some other magical shit, <laughs> but it's an actual sausage. 
Yeah, this doesn't. I can't read German, so this doesn't. Yeah, bro, that's seriously. That's just seriously brilliant. It says high protein, great sausages, made with pork. <laughs> <laughs> made with pork and yogurt. So we started with shit. We're finishing with sausages. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it's protein sausages. How far off is the new overtime, Rob? Uh we should have it. We should release it probably. Four months. Was, now August. Oh, whoa. Two months. One yeah. month. Yeah. Pro- probably about six weeks. Oh. Yeah. And there, this one is. This, this one I've, I've actually got because I was always a big fan of Overtime. This one is just truly next level. Party in the top. It's good stuff. It'll be good stuff. I still have those bottles of the last one you sent me. Yeah, there's this one. They're about two years old. They're still good. I've got the. I still have the original bottle, but whichever like the original release one, it was Anarchy Labs. I actually still have that. I I took it. uh, I I had a bottle in my in my gym bag, and I was like, I looked at it. It expired like last year or something. I popped in three capsules. Good to go. You feel good, yeah. I picked up the bottle. I looked at the label text. And I, I thought, man, every now and then I come up with some really funny shit, like uh, like the label text on that we we wrote on for the thing. I thought, yeah, we, we kept we kept the same one for the new one, but the oh, label. You did? Yeah, 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 yeah. We kept because it's very good. People liked it, but uh, the look is going to be different. The bottle size is going to be different. The capsule size, uh, and you know everything is going to be different. Then the ingredient profile is just unbelievable. With capsule products, if you wanted to use it pre-workout, how much earlier before a workout would you take it? Good question. Maybe an extra 15 minutes? Yeah. I don't know the exact time, but I would I would venture since your body has to break down the capsules. Or you just break open the capsules yeah. into your go, thing. Like you just go, rip apart go the hardcore. capsules. Go just, hardcore. That, that's, yeah. that's hardcore. Just, no, just break them open. And just, I've done that too. I do, I do that. But th- what I actually do is I'll break the capsules into bare knuckle which he's asking there this do that so take take your three or six capsules and then just right into your bare knuckle shake it up go what's the point that's all you need man that's hardcore lucas that's the point capsules not hardcore capsules open and broken hardcore. or if you just want to do lines of overtime oh, like break all the right. capsules on the table get a credit card chop them up and then Shane, I, I, I think like breaking the capsules equals probably to like dry scooping the pre-workout. Not if you yeah, mix it in your pre-workout. That's also hardcore. That's, that's hardcore. hardcore. Do both. Break the capsules and then pour the bare knuckle into your mouth. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a lot of powder to absorb at once. Have would... fun, everyone. There you go. Over here, we can just dry scoop assassin right now. Just take a scoop of that and just pitch it back. I like when somebody posted uh, today, I think, in stories, posted Assassin and Assassin Scoop, and he goes, my Assassin Scoop is bigger than your crappy protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. But, uh, to CJ's point, that is actually my favorite combo of like the Apollo lineup of stuff. It is uh, three caps of overtime stacked with a scoop of bare knuckle or like a full serving of bare knuckle, and I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning or something, but either either one of those. If you want to get, like really take it up, do overtime with bare knuckle. That's a that's my preferred way of doing it. Chaos and overtime. There you go. We had somebody earlier uh, ask about that. Let me go back up. We missed one question. 
Wheats. Hey, you guys say shotgun daily is okay. Currently halfway through my first bottle doing it. Uh, from from Robbie's uh, profit margin standpoint, yes, you should definitely use Shogun every single day and twice on Sundays. But <laughs> in all seriousness, I would say that depends. Are you are you in a fat loss phase? Sure, you can take it. But then after you, you use it for four to six weeks straight, I would probably rotate off of it. Yeah. Like for me, I noticed like um... – I, I typically would do is, um, I think any cycle, like like cycle off, is good. Like you can do um, two days on, one day off, or you can do one week on, uh, I don't know, a day off or something like that. Or more conventional, like four to six weeks and then take like a week or two off. No, just, but just I, do eight, eight years, eight years <laughs> on, and then take uh, one week off. When you're shredded to the gills. Then you just take that week off for your for your contest, and then you, you hop right back on. Life without sins. There we go. Brooke took Enduraline for a run this morning. Loved it. Wanted to say thanks again for the recommendation. Yeah, Enduraline is is yes, it's a prop blend. Yes, I know. But damn it, if it doesn't feel good. Energy is great on it. Mood, focus, all that good stuff. Slight thermal I honestly, component. I honestly like more their uh, non-stim version. I don't oh remember. yeah, the Novaline. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's also pretty good, pretty good one. Yeah, that that confused me that he did this one as a prop blend and the other one as a fully transparent. That was a little bit confusing for me. But I took Enduraline, I think once or twice. You definitely feel the effects. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, it's uh, it's a solid product. Just like he had that pre-workout, I forgot the name. That it was also prop blend. Limitless. Yes. I mean, uh, yeah, Limitless was... I like that uh, a lot, too. Yeah, yeah that, that was a good product. Like I said, I'm just uh, sometimes confused about the certain problems, but as a product and how it makes you feel, it was a good product. Mm. Yeah, the flavoring the flavoring for Enduralene is, is really solid. Like, they've stepped it up. I have a couple of their older flavors. Um, Sour Dazzle and Pink Lemonade, the, the newest version. Like, their, their new flavoring systems that they're using are, are great, and this is probably my favorite of their stim blends, even though... It has, it's been tweaked slightly. It's kind of like you, Robbie. They kind of update and enhance it fairly mm -hmm. frequently. Um, and so the most recent iteration they have is is, uh, is really, really on point. And then their uh, non-stem pump pre-workouts, Nova Pump and Nova Pump Neuro are both both top-notch. Oh, yeah. Are they Holy big God. sellers over there, Lucas? Is Nova Farm big over there? I know they do, do really well in retail over here. No, no. not at all. Yeah, I'm not sure how, uh, how they were or not. Because I thought... I think I, I thought I remember Chris telling me uh, that MV Pre did pretty well in Europe, but I'm not sure. Or maybe it was UK that it did better. I don't, I don't really know. Maybe UK, maybe UK, Europe, not at all, man. Okay. It's just like for they us. Had an, they had an exclusive flavor in the UK, did they not? They have a what? The Innova Farm. Mm -hmm. Their pre-workout, they had an exclusive flavor there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right about that. It's for their MV Pre, they have an exclusive flavor? Yeah. 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 CJ, I need a pollen in Australia. I need overtime and assassin in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, C CJ, uh, we, we have somebody in Australia who distributes for us. So, I mean, get in touch with me through Instagram or something. And, uh, I was going to say, I would yeah. feel with the rules, you might be better off bringing it in direct. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Ju just get in touch with me and I'll refer you to our guy in Australia and, uh, you know, you can contact him. 
TRH1T man, when it comes to sports, I know how awesome Kumite is with Pico 2 and Beta Alanine and only 200 milligrams of caffeine. But what sort of experience would people get taking Hooligan or Assassin for football or combat sports? Um, if you are a drug tested athlete, I, I would not recommend using Assassin. Yeah, I mean, um, so uh, in terms of experience, I can say this and like to be fully transparent. Well, number one, Kumite is, uh, as far as I know, as of last week, uh, sold out. We don't have any. Um, and we're not going to have any until the new product comes out, which is the reformulated version with a new name. Um, in terms of Assassin and, um, and Hooligan, so I, I'll be honest, like I've used Hooligan for uh, combat sport, and um, to be honest, I didn't like it. I actually didn't like it at all. But at the same time, my boxing coach, and uh, you know, he uses it for boxing. And I know fighters who are using Hooligan, and they love it. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of ironic that I'm saying that I don't like my own product for certain activities. But I just, I have to be honest about it. I did not like Hooligan. Assassin, I, I liked a little bit more. But, uh, I, you know, for me, it's, uh, it's always the either Kumite or combination of Kumite and a little bit of overtime, not full dose. I would say full dose of Kumite and maybe two capsules of overtime. That's for me what does the trick in terms of like, you know, something that requires endurance, then I really feel good. Um, other than that, the only thing I can say is maybe trial and error just because I know some people who love it. I'm not one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's for, from the, the safety standpoint, they have used doses as high as six milligrams per kilogram and nine milligrams per kilogram in uh, martial arts, uh, individuals practicing martial arts. So there's a, uh, it was either jujitsu or taekwondo study that came out in 2019 in women that gave them nine milligrams per kilogram of caffeine. And it showed, you know, there was a, a modest boost in blood pressure initially, but in the caffeine habituated individuals, so ones that were used to using it, their, their heart rate got back to normal baseline levels of what it yeah. typically is when they're engaged in martial arts uh, very quickly after that. And it, it led to improved performance, better endurance, less fatigue resistance, yeah, I, I better think, fatigue resistance. You know, you, you know what? I, I think you touched up on a brilliant um, subject of caffeine and, you know, endurance because a lot of times you hear like when people say that uh, less caffeine is better for endurance. And I totally 100% disagree with that. I agree with what you just said, because it's a proven science. It's you don't need, it's not necessarily 100 or 200 milligram, you can have 600 milligram of caffeine and have an amazing endurance workout. Uh, so I probably should have clarified the reason why I did not like hooligan is that uh, the pump, when I was clinching, you know, due to citrulline, I guess, my arms just, um, you know, I'm a little bit more muscular than an average uh, Muay Thai fighter or kickboxer from lifting. And I remember when I was clinching, I would get very, very, very weak and tired after about two rounds. My arms would be pumped and that actually contributed more to the fatigue. So it worked the opposite way. So I should have clarified, I think it's due to the pump in Hooligan from Citrulline that messed me up, but not caffeine. Just got three tubs of metabolic nutrition ESP pump pre-workout, seven bucks each. Well, that's not a bad deal. I don't, I don't know what's in that product because uh, it was going to expire in a month, and I've been mixing it with a Red Sky to make my own pre-workouts. Red Sky is a, uh, a fat burner pill or focus pill, whatever you want to call it, from um, Chaos and Pain. Chaos, yeah. yeah, that is TJ's review on that. It was a uh, you know take take start with one or two caps. Don't do the full dose because you'll be uh, 
you'll be going you'll be seeing seeing things grass guy is a good good one is it yeah good? i've got we got a bottle of it here that's that's some good shit. that I'm theophylline good. man theophylline feels so good i've got <laughs> we got two bottles of it what's in the all right well, well we got metabolic nutrition let me see probably problems well i know one of their older ones was I know they pre-workout. The current one had like they were advertising 750 milligram of caffeine per serving, but yeah. I was bullshit and misleading because you actually needed three scoops to have 750 milligram, and then it would come down to 15 uh, servings. Oh, uh, for job. He, he's gonna burn through these tubs real quick because uh, yikes. That's why the price is so good. Yeah, there's nothing in it. All right, come back. I hate all these pop-ups. Okay, so one scoop. You get so three grams of beta alanine, three grams of citrulline malate. So you're getting two grams of citrulline in every scoop, three grams of glycerol, 725 of cluster dextrin, and 250 of agatine. So take three so, scoops of this and you'll have a good dose. I wouldn't spend $7 on this one. Yeah. If you take three scoops, you'll get 10 servings. So 10 servings for seven bucks. Although you got to deal with nine grams of beta alanine at once, that'll be a pain what's, in the ass. What's the one? Is this is this is this the new one? Yeah, see the one I think you're looking at. This isn't the one he's talking about. I mean, it's, this is the one on their website. Yeah, but he got his. He says it's expiring next month because I, I know this came out last year. Yeah. So unless they expire in seven months, fresh off the line, he's got he's got ESP pump pre, which was different. There was a is an old 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 one. Maybe not like super old, but it's not yeah. that one you're looking at. Mm. I'm trying to think which one he might be talking about. Check this one uh, with the uh, blue raspberry on it. This one? Go up. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Nah, it's not that one. That's I mean, the ESP Extreme. That's the uh, I don't know stimulant. if I'm yeah, okay. with that. I know they had, because there was PSP. ESP pump. Maybe maybe that is the one. ESP pump. P PSP pump is because ESP was their stem. Yeah, ESP. And then, and then P that's got stems. PSP is the one that is stem free. Yeah. Well, correctly. he didn't say it was. I'm mixing that yeah, with said, the Red Sky. Yeah, he said ESP pump pre workout. PSP is the pump pre. Either way, I think it might be that one that dead center. Yeah. That's the only one I could think of. Um, I know which one he talks about. Yes, I think it might be this one. Yeah. The I mean, two, white. Two the bad. white tub. The white tub. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. It's a white tub. Yeah. Yeah, his comment. His PSP. Yeah, I think it might be this one. You're right. PSP. Okay. Yeah. That's the only one I could think of, but that was also quite recent. Yeah, at two. I mean, if it's expiring, only you only spent seven bucks on this. The two scoop serving is going to be more than enough. I mean, you get decent doses of everything there. Um, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, although I was going to say, I remember that that other one you're looking at. I remember it's meant to be their like simpler, basic thing. This can't be right though. Two thousand milligrams at Huperzine A. Look at that nine thousand milligrams of choline. Yeah, that. <laughs> Four four this, grams of city coal. Like this is this is a, not right. None of this there's is a right. There. Those that's two massive label errors right there. You're not getting four thousand milligrams of city choline. City choline is so 
absurdly okay, so prohibitively one, I expensive. I don't know what the one on that on Amazon is, but the one that I have on my site is three three grams of choline, one hundred and fifty yeah. of acetylcholine. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, yeah, the one on my site's yeah. I feel like maybe they maybe they got the pump mixed up with the focus. Shit, but yeah, what? even still, like the four thousand milligrams of Hooperzine, that'll kill somebody. Yeah, that's three milligrams. It says. Yeah. All right. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, metabolic PSP should come up. Hi. Is that it there? There it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's much better. So 200 micrograms, 300 micrograms of Hooperzine A. 50, 100, and 150. Okay, yeah. That's that's more in line with everything. That's, I mean, that's a bit of a beast. Yeah. Yeah, at the two lie. scoops, it would be really it'd be really solid. I don't I think mean, you need I'm to go up to three scoops. I, yeah, I you do. Don't. Yeah, you do. You paid you paid seven bucks a tub. What's that? Fifty oh, cents yeah. a serving. Okay, that's a deal. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, all right. If it's only seven bucks for this formula, yeah, Have a all right, I can go with that. That'll work. You get six six grams of creatine and mono. Why not? Yeah, man. <laughs> Just be careful with how much water you're drinking and food you're drinking because the creatine. Everything and the We'll, we'll, we'll neglect the fact that they misspelled betaine right there, too. Yeah, I thought that... I, to be honest, I see that a lot, though, where they skip the E. Do you? To the point where I thought that... See, that's the other thing in, in a lot of European labels. They just leave the E's off the end. Yeah. And I could I can't... I'm being the stupid person that I am. I'm like, is that just how you spell it in Germany? Yeah. <laughs> it well, here's like... another thing. Standardized for pepperine. It's piperin. Not pepperine. Hey, man. He's getting seven... He's getting for seven bucks. I'll yeah, allow for a few spelling errors for seven bucks. Yeah, I oh, know, but I'm just wondering for like, all right, so it's seven bucks, but there's, we've seen two label errors now and a massive label error on maybe Amazon. Maybe that's why. So maybe, if, that's, maybe that's why they're on sale. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm wondering. Like, so what actually is in the product itself? If you can't get the label right, that always makes me suspect of what's actually in the tub. Three grams of authority. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because metabolic used to be like a pretty big deal a couple of years ago here. Yeah. Where? Yeah, they were known for their uh, their fat burners, Synodrix. Why aren't more athletes using proven, amazing ingredients like cluster dextrin Pico2? I'd love to see a study comparing athletes using maltodextrin versus cyclic dextrin or carb 10. I wouldn't you miss, won't. Uh, well, yeah, we're not going to see that most likely. We're not going to see, you know, a 100-athlete study. You might see like 8 or 16 athletes. Um I wouldn't say cluster dextrin is an amazing ingredient. I mean, look at what the, the top tier performing athletes are using that are actually in like field sports, like actual glycogen depleting sports like soccer, American football, basketball, tennis. They're chugging Gatorade, Powerade, stuff like that just has dextrose in it. Cluster dextrin, it sounds really fancy and all of this other stuff. You put it on a one to one basis with like in an actual sports setting, I don't think you would see much of an improvement. You might see a statistic different improvement maybe if they design the test a certain way real world significance i don't see it pico 2 yeah i'm a believer in but maltodextrin is the shit ingredient I, that just needs to go away but dextrose i don't think cluster dextrin is really going to destroy dextrose head to head well dextrose is a lot cheaper i think for endurance definitely has its place cluster dextrin i think makes sense a little bit more in lifting and powerlifting and bodybuilding yeah but the main um the main question in terms of like why athletes don't use certain ingredients. Well, 
uh, right off the bat, even without uh, talking about um, um, you know the benefits, clustered extract and Pico two are very expensive ingredients, very expensive. So at the end, it boils down to a lack of knowledge. B, uh, when you go to a supplement store, some supplement stores don't even have clustered extract because again the cost and they don't want to carry it, you know, yep. dextrose or maltodextrin is going to be a lot cheaper than that. So they're going to push whatever is the profit margins are higher. So that's also a given. And then, uh, you know, coaches, because today there are a lot of coaches I'm speaking, you know, specifically about bodybuilding. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. Like nobody talks about it, but there are so many coaches and 90% of them are absolutely fucking clueless. They clueless and they will push something that somebody else pushed to them and they have just basically lack of knowledge lack of knowledge and money that's all i mean those are the main two reasons yeah well, if we're gonna get into like a, a specific bodybuilding thing all right one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time four-time mr olympia what did jay cutler use as his intro workout what does he still use to this day as his intro workout gatorade doesn't use cluster dextrin and we heard, I've heard Guy's sister Nino mention on Fuad's podcast that he said he uses Gatorade because he heard Jay uses it. Even though Blackstone makes a, a clustered extra in our carb supplement, he still uses Gatorade. So. I use dextrose. Yeah, dextrose. Yeah, exactly. It, it, Cheap it's, as fuck. Right. It's the same stuff that's in Gatorade. And it's the science of it sounds great. And it, you know, from a, from a, a mechanistic standpoint, it's really, really cool. I've got a tub of clustered extra in here. I use it on occasion if I don't have something else. Um, but real world scenarios, I, I don't think you're going to see much of a difference one way or the other. You might, you might be able to convince yourself you might see something different, but if, if somebody blinded you to it, I don't think you would notice a difference one way or the other. Yeah. I've played around with all of them, but I mean, Dick's Trace is the easiest one to get your hands on. Yeah. Especially if you go country to country. Well, um, I still think that, um, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree. Uh, and here's why. The main reason why I'm going to disagree when it comes to Gatorade, it's not because it's bad or dextrose because it's bad, but uh, we are forgetting that Jay Cutler, Guy Cisternino, and all of those guys are using insulin. That's just, uh, it's a fact. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to insulin, it's way better to use dextrose than clostodextrin, which is a lot slower digesting and a lot lighter and stuff like that. Dextrose is immediate, so is insulin. So well, that, yeah, but so is cluster dextrin. That was the whole thing of cluster dextrin is that it's it's even faster digesting than dextrose, but it doesn't create as much of an insulin spike as dextrose the, does. The, the, the more sugar you have, the better it is when you're using insulin. It's pretty right. simple. So that's the reason why even protein shakes and stuff like that, when bodybuilders use protein shakes, I mean, those type of bodybuilders, you will see them mixing it more than often. It's apple juice, grape juice, cranberry juice, uh, and Gatorade. But the main reason behind it is uh, Jay Cutler is using it and Guy Sestrino is using it. It's very, very simple. Don't forget, they also say, share the same nutritionist, which is Chris Aceto. So the fact that they are on the same kind of type of diet and Chris Aceto is extremely smart. I mean, when it comes to coaching, yeah. definitely the guy knows his nutrition. He's very big on carbs. Uh, now, I know that uh, those guys are using a lot of carbs in the uh, in their diet. Why they're using a lot of carbs? I mean, not everybody is not carb sensitive, but they're using pretty. I mean, I've seen it. But at the end of the day, it all boils down to one thing only: insulin. 
And yeah. that's the main reason behind why they use more sugary, sweeter things. So, you know, the same thing, don't forget, what is uh, Chris Isidro carving up his athletes on? White rice? Blueberry muffins. Blueberry muffins, okay. You know, so that, that should tell you. But, uh, you know, we can't disregard the fact that drugs are used. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the elite bodybuilding circles, they definitely are. I'm um, um, guess in the professional athlete, like the field sports, I, I I would think like Pico two definitely can have some benefit. Beta alanine probably does too. Creatine absolutely. Uh, I think it's just a lack of knowledge on the part of it's lack of knowledge and the sports and, nutritionists that are working with the teams. And 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 money comes to play. You know, good supplements typically yeah. cost a lot of money. You know, there there was a bodybuilder who is also a known coach. Um, that uh, I'm not going to say who he is, but I had <laughs> lunch with him in uh, in Atlantic City many years ago, and um, you know, typically not a biggest fan when it comes to carbohydrates and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, when we had lunch, he was eating massive amounts of carbs. I mean, we're talking massive amounts of carbs. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's that's a lot. And then uh, he would run to the bathroom and quickly inject himself with insulin. And we spent like the whole weekend there because there was an event. And it was pretty much we ate together a lot and it was always the same procedure. I mean, even at certain popular gym uh, in New York, you will see a lot of times bodybuilders having the food, obviously, you know, immediately after the workout. They would sit at the counter, eat the, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> eat the post-workout meals and run to the bathroom immediately and it was everybody knows what's going on yeah uh last call for any questions guys you want to get in the feeder we'll be hopping off in just a second while we uh give them time to get in any last minute comments or questions uh robbie do we want to divulge anything about the new kumite um i'm pretty sure very very soon uh shane's gonna have some information okay there we go. We'll leave, we'll leave it at that. Unlike other people, I actually share the information with yeah. my friends. <laughs> I didn't share shit. Don't, I don't have a remote. You, say, for you that. share shit all the time, Lucas. Just send stuff over. <laughs> what do you mean? You send, you send me stuff, information. You'd be like, check this brand out. We're doing this. Yeah. The only one who doesn't is motherfucker who's hosting the podcast. Yes, uh, there are definitely some new ingredients in overtime. Yes, there will be some new. There will be some new fun additions. And there will be some ingredients. <laughs> there will be some. Yes, there will be. Uh, not going to divulge. I'm going to let Robbie do that. I'll be the guy behind the curtain. I'm going to let. Anything. I'm going to let Shane do that. Yes, just let. Just let me. Just let me do the stuff behind the curtain. I'll let. I'll let the the powers that be, the more savvy businessmen out there, do the. Uh, the, the hype. So, all right, my friends, I think we'll, uh, we'll call that a wrap for today. Thank you all for, uh, hanging tough and for all the, please share all in due time. Well done. In due time. You don't, want get, you, you, you don't want to get fans hard too soon. Uh, well, uh, you know, I mean, we can say one of the ingredients is, uh, lion's mane, lion's mane. So they definitely not going to get hard. So get hard while you can. <laughs> get it until all the lines man comes crashing down, man. Mm. 
All right, gentlemen, thank you for your time. For the listeners tuning in, thank you for uh, hanging with us for this two-hour-plus podcast. We appreciate it. If you're catching us on the on the uh, replay, if you have any questions or issues you'd like us to tackle on a future episode, drop them in the comments below or shoot me an email, thesupplementengineer at gmail.com, or hit up Shane, Robbie, or Lucas on their uh, preferred platforms uh, where you can find them active. I guess I guess we should, we've never actually done that. Uh, Shane, what is, if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Go to uh, Instagram slash Apollon Nutrition. Oh, shit. And you're about to get direct DM, DM there. Okay. Lucas? What's Shane said? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then Robbie? Go to, I uh, guess, same shit. Yeah, Robbie. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, then uh, thank you all for watching. Make sure to uh, like, comment, subscribe. If you listen to this on iTunes, Google Play, or any other podcast cruising platform, consider giving us a five-star review. That helps us climb up in the almighty algorithm that dictates anything and everything to which we are exposed. And uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you to the viewers. Thank and we'll you. catch you next time on thank The Final you. Scoop. Thank you. Thank you.